were you like a <clears throat> troublesome kid? Did you do you recall like getting into trouble at all, really, or like? No, not really. I was like a really well-behaved kid. I never. Really? I wasn't like a goody two-shoes kid. Or like you can't do that or whatever. I'm gonna tell on you. But like, it's like I hard for me to like. No offense, but really, yeah. Well, I have like a mischievous angle to me. Like I was always kind of like not sassy. Yeah. I was never like I was never ever like I'm gonna be kind of like an asshole or like a whatever. Yeah. But I always had a sense of humor and like kind of would have a be playful sense of humor. But I never really got in trouble. Good for you. Like ever. Or if I were doing something on the playground that I knew we shouldn't do, second I thought a teacher were walking my way, I would like back away and be like, all right, I'm, not, I'm getting out of yeah, here. Yeah. So at least you were smart. You I was smart. Like, yeah. Shamelessly um, a jerk. Oh no! Oh no! No, the biggest, the two biggest times I got in trouble as a kid. One was in fourth grade, and my friends and I looked at Playboy.com, and then because we were like you know ten year olds, and but but then told some other kids about it in the lunch line, and then that got to everybody, and then like the teacher called my mom that night, and said that was bad, and then in seventh grade I was really I was having a rough. Seventh grade was horrible for many reasons. Friendships, and I was sick, and anxiety, and depression, all this kind of stuff. And I tanked one of my report cards, and I hid it for a month in my drawer. Oh, and then man. my mom was like, "Where? What happened to the report card? I'm like, how come we haven't gotten it?" They're like, "We sent it out a month ago." So that was the biggest thing. Oh no! But none of them were like, you know, yeah, TPing, yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. I, my, my parents aren't listening to this, but like in high school, I would go up to my roof and like smoke weed, like the roof of our like apartment oh, nice. like in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never got caught. I also never yeah. had a curfew. Really? Yeah. Growing up in New York City, there's no drinking and driving. My mom was like, he just goes to indie comedy shows, which I did. I went to improv shows all the time. What? So we would just stay out late, go like to like midnight your, shows. You and your sister both? Like neither of you had a curfew? No, my sister had a curfew. This is real gender. Yeah, not. I was, was going to say. I bet my sister, sister came did. back from college for her freshman year. She's three years older. So she's coming back from college for like Thanksgiving break. I'm a sophomore in high school. Yeah. And I go out to go to like an improv show at mm. UCB. At like 11 p.m. and I get back at 1:30. My mom's like telling my sister, "Be back by one," and she's like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Right. And right. she's like, "He's just going to comedy shows, no big deal." Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then going to smoke pot on the roof. I would <laughs> smoke pot beforehand, but yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was given a lot of leeway, but I also didn't really do anything. Like, yeah. When, were you a troublemaker? Did you get in trouble as a kid? No, no. I really was not a, a troubled troublemaker kind of kid, mostly because I was afraid of my mom. Hi, mom. She does listen. Um, <laughs> and she knows this. Um, my mom raised me and my sister by by herself, so she sort of had to have the fury of both parents yeah. to instill into us. And uh, no, I really didn't. Um, I never really snuck out or... Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't drink or do drugs until I got to college. So yeah. like I was never like coming home drunk or whatever. I like the worst that I would do that was like my mom doesn't know is like in the middle of the night my friends would like come over. Like nice. I would never sneak, I would never sneak out. Mm-hmm. But I'd ha- I'd be like come drive by and I'll like walk outside and like say like oh, oh nice that yeah, was yeah, sort of like yeah, the yeah. worst that I did. But I I asked this question because I thought about maybe. Maybe that wasn't the worst that I did, because um, I got into like a, I got hanging out with like a weird group of kids um, uh-huh. when I was like a junior senior in, so in high school. It was like an American Vandal, the Wayback w- w- Boys. Yes, yes, I was hanging out with some Wayback Boys <laughs> <laughs> when I was a senior, <laughs> and God, I don't know why we thought. I mean, this was just like this is singular sort of kid knowledge, right? Or like teenage knowledge, where like you're couching this you, in a lot of things. What I know, did you do? I know, what did because you do? I know, because it's like, of course, we were only thinking about ourselves at this time, but we would go. Sorry. No, you're fine. 
We would go um, to like the town nearby, um, sort of in the middle of the night or really late at night, um, and take a like a aluminum baseball bat and go what? like smash people's mailboxes. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, that is the most like small town, isn't it? That's I like know. a scene from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. you would have yelled like text forever. At yeah, yeah, no regrets as we like smash people. And my we're friend, gonna live forever. My friend had one of those like police scanners, so we would be like driving around oh, like listening wow. for police and like smashing people's mailboxes. That's amazing. Yikes. That's amazing. My dad apparently was a big troublemaker, but like he was also. My dad apparently was one of those kids who was like brilliant and like top student of the class and yeah. also was like, would like build a whiskey still with his friends in his garage and oh, like nice. drove around in his friend's car and like shot fireworks at people's houses. Like that was like, he was oh. both of those at the same time. Like okay. he had like long hair, ran an underground newspaper and yet also mm. was like top of his class full ride till at law school. Good like he was like him. both of those things yeah, simultaneously. Smart all around which I'm like, how do you like cool. I wish like a balance like I know, right. Like, I was like too worried about like studying for AP US history to like sneak out with my friends. Uh, yeah, I never, yeah. I, I never yeah, I, ne- I never snuck out although sneaking out of an apartment with the doorman is like you can't really yeah. do that. Yeah, that's true. Um that was never a thing. But also, like, the roof smoking weed, that was more, like, into junior and senior year of high school. I mean, yeah. Sophomore year, we just legitimately just would, would go to comedy shows. Yeah. Because I looked yeah. so young. Like, I had a fake ID, but, like, you couldn't really get much in New York. Although there were some places that didn't get like, shit how I old you were. I never did the fake ID thing. I, get, I mean, again, <laughs> I was not going anywhere to do anything. <laughs> My fake ID was the, was the big... I got it at this place, which is now this defunct... On 42nd Street, called the 42nd Street Bazaar. It's in between Times Square and like Herald Square, and it's this weird, like covered but open air, like bazaar, like B A Z Z A or B Z A A or whatever. Yeah. And they had this like probably knockoff, probably stolen like a luggage booth run by these African guys, mm-hmm. and it was known they also did IDs. Mm-hmm. So you go to them and you'd be like, ID? And they'd be like, all right, what do you want? Do this or this? Okay. And they'd hold like a tarp behind you, take your picture, and then like print it out for you. And it was the fakest. Mine was Massachusetts. My name was John Green with an oh E at the end. God. G-R-E. Yeah. I looked about 12 when I was 15, 16. Uh-huh. I decided, this is like a McLovin thing. I decided, okay, if I look, if I make myself 21, that's too suspicious. Yeah. So I made my birthday in 1983, which in... 2005, I was like 23 years old. God. I was like, no, I should be over it. Oh, yeah, so, way over so it. Even it was a I Massachusetts identification card. It wasn't driver's license. It was some like fake street oh, God, in Boston. Like state ID. And, and it, had the, it had the hologram on it, and the hologram was, was an eagle that said authentic under oh <laughs> And it cost yeah. like 45 bucks. Oh, okay. And it worked the... <laughs> all throughout high school. Did it. Came to college, first week of college, went to a bar in downtown of our city. Like, I think yeah. it's going to be a bit now where you like... I know no one's guessed where, where we live Where yet. we like, really obviously, it's obvious where we live, we're never going to say. never going to say. <laughs> a bar that's now defunct. I think it was called Sky Lounge. That like, there were, yeah. there were bars in downtown before it, this city became what it yeah. is now. And immediately, I was like, this is fake. Get the hell out of here. Amazing. They're like pros down there. Like, oh, I don't and like mind. it was the fakest shit. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. so stupid. $45 seems cheap for a fake ID. It was pretty cheap. I've heard of I wonder like if there was like a top shelf option. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, There's like, well, my mom also was like, do you have a fake ID? Okay. Like, she didn't give a shit. She was like, yeah. all right. I think because she was like, I know this me enough to know that I'm no. not going to do something crazy with it. Yeah, right. And that she, she always was like, Drinking in moderation in high school, like, wasn't something she was like, don't ever have any kind of alcohol or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, 
So right. I feel like that was that's it, like a responsible. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, my mom was never, I think, under any sort of delusion that I wasn't drinking in college, at least. Yeah. Um, okay. She she's she was a smoker her like since she was like fifteen. Okay. And so she always like threatened me with an inch of my life if that I was started me too. smoking. Tell she me was that like, thirty years she's to like, quit drink, smoking. Do whatever you want, but like don't ever start smoking. Yeah, I did for a little bit. Again, did my mom's you? not listening to this podcast, and if she does, two years from now, listen to this episode. We'll talk then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost thirty. I can handle the heat of talking about me when I was seventeen. <laughs> right, right. But I did for a little bit off and on, not like. To the point of, like, addiction, but I started having cravings, and that freaked me out, then I stopped. Mm. But there was one night I was, like, semi-drunk walking back from a comedy show, and I had, like, two cigarettes while I was walking up this, up West End Avenue. And then it, it was, like, a nice, like, fall or spring evening in New York, thinking that, like, if I blew it up in the air and I was walking, it would, like, not smell. I came home, and my parents were still awake, and they smelled it on me. And I was, like, uh, there were people outside also, like, I had this yeah. whole crazy <laughs> whole, lie. Yeah, constructed, and, ready and I to wasn't go. prepared to lie. I thought really? that, that they would be asleep by then. So I was, like, uh, I uh, wasn't, uh, I, I, I don't know how I smell like that. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. Wow. I guess that might have been the worst. But I never really, got, but I never... I don't know. I don't know if they like knew, but they didn't say it. But they didn't have any hard yeah. evidence, so they were just like, "All right, oh, go to yeah, bed." We can't prove it otherwise. <laughs> wow. <sighs> well, welcome back, everybody, yeah. to the ethical, ethical butchers. butchers. That I was did a, it that time. Yeah, you did. That was a good one. That was a good one. That I was know. that. That was good. What makes them good or bad? It felt so corny the first time we did it. Yeah. Well, the first time was unintentional, which was nice. Yeah. I feel like it can't be like. As much as I love the podcast Unspooled, I love Paul Shirley, I love Amy mm. Nicholson, they do Welcome to Unspooled, and they like in unison do a thing. Oh. And it works for them. Sure, right, yeah. But, but that's not the vibe of the ethical butchers. No, unfortunately. So. Yeah, welcome. Um, thank you again for tuning in. Yes. Um, and I, we don't have a heck of a lot to sort of intro this. I did want to say that we we gave um, homework the last time that was to uh-huh. find out what city we're living in, and uh, no one is and that, no one did that. No one did it. I mean, like <clears throat> it it couldn't take you more than one Google search. Oh yeah, it couldn't be easier. Mm. It could not be easier for you. <laughs> but we're never gonna say, and we're just gonna like lay really obvious hints uh-huh. and let you guys yeah. figure out where we, we are. We have dropped like the most, like the easiest like references to this city. Yeah. Um, I don't have any housekeeping, but you said you had something to eat shit about. I have to eat shit about something. So this is now two weeks in a row that I've said something that I should have known. So two weeks ago I mentioned something about Ghana and, and Senegal and I was pissed about that. So this is even more so. So last episode we talked about the the the, the palette oh, and the, right. the kind of zooming out. So I said otoscope. Now an otoscope is the thing that doctors use to look in your ears. Uh-huh. Odo is the prefix for for ears. Yeah. I I literally I am a speech language pathologist. Right, I went to graduate. <laughs> yeah, I, I I should know better. And in my head I was just saying words. So. What the scope is that you do look at someone's throat is is called an endoscope. So that's what that Mm. basic shot was. And speaking of vocal folds, there's a whole lot I want to talk about about vocal folds in this episode. Because I feel like when we get to the thing later, I'm like, okay, that was a bit too long for what I know what's actually in there. I wonder if, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so endoscope. I know all you speech nerds out there were like losing oh, your shit, you fucking idiot. The forum was blowing up. Yeah, the the boards were going (laughs) crazy. What if what if there was a Reddit for us? Please, can someone please start like a subreddit or whatever of ethical butchers and have like this, just like this sad, sad chat board? <laughs> I've never been on Reddit my entire life except for no, once I mean, to stream a Jets game because because Perry told me about uh, Reddit yeah. for streaming out of yeah. market football games. Yeah. Other than that, I've never set foot on Reddit, me neither. and I'm okay with that. 
I'm so fine with that. It sounds like kind of a nightmare. I spend a lot of time on Tumblr. I realize very different. But My that wife was the spends only a lot sort of time like, on Tumblr. She's you know, a big Tumblr head. Community-based, yeah. like online sort of posting. Yeah, but Tumblr is like good. Tumblr is like yeah, sweet people who it do was. sweet people who like use bath bombs and like drink tea. And Reddit is like white nationalists. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sure there's like also like nerdy Reddit threads, so I apologize to you guys who are like running Hannibal Reddit threads. I'm sure there are so many out there. There was but also, like Reddit's got a bad reputation. There was a lot of pornography on Tumblr for a while until really? until Yahoo bought it and they sort of cracked down. Wow. Yeah, there was like a lot of porn on, on Tumblr. That's I, so funny to me because why do you need to have a Tumblr for porn? Like this is just go to porn, the porn ha- sites. <laughs> yeah, go to porn. Like porn has never been more free and accessible. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Although I do love when pe- when people put like bootleg things of of movies or something like that Ooh, on like yeah. Pornhub because yeah. they can't put it on YouTube and YouTube will smack it down immediately. So they put it on like Pornhub. Pornhub is actually like really funny and like political and like their Twitter is really funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. The ethical butchers are going to be following. By the time this by the time this episode <laughs> posts, the ethical butchers podcast at butchers pod on Twitter will definitely be following. One hundred percent. One hundo. Um, oh, I did see on, t- on, not on Tumblr, on Twitter that um, Fanable Fest was like last week. Mm-hmm. So I hope everyone had I a really great, great time. I'd love for us to go at some point. I don't know yeah. if it's always in Toronto. We need to do more I research about might, that. I think this is the second one that they've ever held. So maybe they'll change the. Did they shoot some, some of it in Toronto? Because it mentioned like some tour of places. I think Again, so. This is we should know this. We right. These are things we should have looked up previously. We, these are like basic fandom facts that like we uh, who are running a Hannibal podcast should know. I think so, some of it. You know, let's. I have a computer. Why are you going to be googling it? Okay. Um. So. Um, but some of the pics that people were posting on Twitter um, just looked so fun. It looks great. And um, I hope. People had a really great time. It looks great. I hope everyone had a great time. Hope you had fun. Hope you were safe. I just hope it was a wonderful time. Um, I, I, I would like. I'm fantasizing that little like one person mentioned us at one point in that entire weekend. I hope someone did. Um, yeah, it is shot in uh, in Toronto. Thank you. Because I thought I saw about the the Fanable Fest that it was like a tour to some of the sites where they shot it. A lot of things are shot in Toronto. Um, is it a tax thing? Yeah, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Interesting. Is that the same reason why a lot of things are shot in Atlanta? In Chicago, yeah. And, and Chicago. Yeah, rather than like New York City. Like Batman is set in, in like New York, quote unquote New York. Oh, well, Gotham. But it's, yeah, yeah, right. But it's but Chicago it's, and Pittsburgh. And they, yeah, shoot, they shot yeah. a lot of the Batman in Pittsburgh, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, this is the Christian Bale Batman. I have no patience for... The Ben the, Affleck uh, Batman. Oh. I watched a little bit of Justice League, and I, know, I wanted to like, kill myself. This much. I know. this. It was on this weekend, like, a lot, actually. Um, and I, like, tuned in for a hot five minutes, and I was like, was, I don't know what this is. This was straight up bad. <laughs> I can't see anything but Ben Affleck when I look at him. Like, I don't see... I can't see anything but his back tattoo. His dragon back that tattoo. That was banana. Yeah, talk about red dragon. Oh, oh man. Moly. I don't know. What, what, what a fucking thing. <laughs> um... All right, so before we jump in, should we talk about current events and who Hannibal would eat this session? We did it last week, but I think we decided to do it opening up who yeah. Hannibal would eat before we dive into the episode. Yes, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, again, this is not who we actually with, wish death upon. This is who Hannibal, a fictional character, would um, pluck out of his Rolodex and chew on this week. Who, who you got, Lena? Unless you want me to go. I got signed. I was really agonizing about this. You go while I sort of... Think about I've been reading in the news today about 
this is not who I'm going to have them kill, but I wonder who's whoever the architect is for this new horrifying transgender policy yeah. they're trying to push through. Yeah. That person's going to be eaten soon. But yeah, no, I'm saying. thinking based on all the Saudi Arabia stuff that Hannibal would fucking eat Jared Kushner. <gasps> Stop! That's what I was going to be oh, mine. No. Okay, that's fine. We okay. can have the same. Think of some. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, no, no, no. oh. Because yeah. I got other guys. Well, I mean, but oh, okay. two weeks ago we agreed on. Um, Had you not have said Kush, I would have said somebody else. But don't yeah. worry, this guy will still be a shitbag two oh, weeks from now. Oh, Kush! Who I got in my head was mine. Like, like for so many reasons. One, like, fuck Jared Kushner. He's yeah. awful. Yeah. And also, like, you, you can I can picture Jared Kushner in, like, the Hannibal world. Like, he's this big fucking ego. Everyone's like, what a genius he is. He's the biggest dum-dum wet wet noodle. (laughs) And, like, can't you picture him at one of those, like, dinner parties? And he's just like, oh, boy. And Hannibal's like, what the fuck is this fucking idiot? The biggest idiot in the world. This fucking guy who's, like, bought and paid for by everybody in the world. Yes, and he's had his whole life hated to him. And and it just has had the easiest time. Yeah, and everyone's like, wow, he's going to solve the Middle East peace process and the VA. And the opioid crisis. And, uh, like, all this insane shit. What must he do all day? Nothing. And he looks like a villain with his, like, slender face and, like, pale skin. And how you've never heard him talk. Like, it's like a thing that, like, no one ever actually hears what he has to say. I mean, I know he's been, Uh, does some press conferences, but I never actually know what he has to say. I know in John Oliver, John Oliver always does, like, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried's voice. Yeah, you guys should, like, look up if you haven't seen that John Oliver, like, type in John Oliver, Jared Kushner clip, and he's like, oh, guys, we have an exclusive (laughs) clip. Jared Kushner speaks for the first time, and it's, like, Kush at a a press conference, and uh, Gottfried's voice comes out of it. Yeah. It's so funny. But he would he would eat Jared Kushner so badly. Like, Jared Kushner is like like Chilton level like like idea like try hardness. Oh yes, yeah, and, and just pretentious. Yes, and looks like he couldn't give a fuck about other people's lives. No. if you paid him. Oh yeah, I mean like fuck Jared Kushner so hard. Yeah, so Hannibal would would choose him, I believe. Yeah. Wow, I'm glad that we I was sort of both in our minds. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What do you think of this, by the way? Oh yeah, this is good. We we always drink a beer as we sit here and record, y'all, and um. And we've got a, a couple of good ones today from some local breweries. From Lots some of local, breweries. from some local brewery. <laughs> Should we name the breweries, or is that too obvious, or is that in line with our obviousness of where we live, but never actually saying where we live? No, we've given these people enough enough clues. clues. You have enough clues, guys. Okay. Um, all right, so let's dive in. Episode eight, fromage, which means cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cheese course is traditionally towards the end of the course. Um, I didn't know this, but the French way to eat the cheese first, so the French way is to eat the cheese first with the last of the red wine, moving on to, to, to a dessert wine with the sweet course. The British have their pudding first and then sip port with cheese, so the cheese kind of finishes the whole meal, okay. whereas the French, they have cheese, cheese and then um, going into dessert. Um, I also love how decadent the notion of eat the cheese with the last of the red wine. Like, yeah, I love how indulgent, like, it off. just finish it off, like, you know, it'll be done by this point before our next drink. I just love that notion of, like, we'll eat the cheese with the last of the red wine Yeah, that we, we need have. to finish up. Hey, guys, we need to finish up this bottle of red wine. Bring the cheese out. Uh, Thank like, you. Uh, it's just, like, I just love how decadent that is. That's beautiful. That... If I was, like, you know, a super, super rich, if I won the Powerball, I would just eat so much and drink so oh, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I would, like, buy a bakery and just eat bread all day. So good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's dive in. Um, All right. I love this episode so much. Uh, I can't wait to dive into it. So it opens with Will fixing an engine. 
in his bedroom, surrounded by his dogs. Surrounded by his dogs, watching. Still extremely well behaved pups. Yes, which is yeah. Even which my comes cats into would play. be like jumping all over oh, me and like. My dogs are assholes. They would get in the way out <laughs> no. of like they they would get they would get so much in the way. Um, and he and he's he's like thinks he's losing it because he like yeah. hears something and. Ventures outside to investigate. Yeah, there's a lot of themes, like a lot of things that start up in this episode. And this is really when I think, so like in previous episodes, Will has been kind of snapping, but like under the stress of the the empathy and the people. And this is now when like it's carrying over more so to like he's really snapping. We've seen him like feverish and sweaty and whatever, whatever. But this is more like his grasp on reality is starting to really snap. Well, that's interesting that you say, like, under the stress, we've seen him sort of break under the stress previously, and now, like, the two times where we see him sort of hallucinate or, mm-hmm. or think he's hallucinating a sound or something, he's yeah. at his most relaxed. Like, he's working on this motor engine or something, yeah. and he's working on his fishing lure. His fishing lure, I mean, he's, that's like, you know, peak will entirely on brand. Like, oh, that's exactly. like, yeah. How could you be more chill at that moment, and he's, like, still losing it? That's a really interesting observation. I wonder if it's something that because of the... You know, like when you're in moments of really high stress, you don't have time to 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 get your bearings to think of. Mm-hmm. People talk about soldiers in combat. When shit goes down in the moment, yeah. training kicks in. You you don't have time to be scared. Yeah. Sense memory. Let's yeah. Go. And so I wonder if that's what happens during crime scenes, where it's just like he's in it and he does it, and then mm-hmm. when he's at his most relaxed, that almost allows the just the other things to creep in yeah. and seep themselves and show themselves in yeah. different ways. I, I could see that. Like, your defenses are down a bit, mm-hmm. and so some, some unconscious stuff sort of makes its way to the yeah. conscious level or something. Yeah. Huh. And it's interesting that both of his hallucinations have been um, kind of wounded animals or something. Someone's in yeah. distress. That's kind of been his big trigger. I know he's yeah. I mean, he, t- t- he took in Winston. He definitely has a thing for collecting animals and collecting yeah. strays. And so that's interesting that his hallucinations are... Or this, he's looking for yeah. something helpless or yeah, something at need. Yeah, exactly. We find out that Will has a Volvo. <laughs> I didn't notice that. He has a, like a hatchback or like a just He's a... got like a silver like Volvo station wagon. Oh, nice. It isn't like a, as nice as Perry's, but it's like a, like it's like a. <laughs> yeah, we're a Volvo It's like family. a mid, like, it's like a mid-decade Volvo silver station wagon. I saw it parked right outside his house in Wolf Trap and I was like, okay. That feels right. That feels like on brand. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, it's very sensible. I'm sure he like got it used and was like, I don't care. Yeah, can I put the dogs in the back? All right, cool. Yes, exactly. You know, like, yeah. that, sort of that makes total sense. Yeah, if you have a lot of dogs, you want to make sure you have a trunk like that or a lot of space. That's funny. So yeah, he's just in the field, just out in his. Is he in his panties? No, he's not. <laughs> no, no, I wish. No, he's in his typical sort of you know flannel utility jacket. Um, uh, and now that, then it cuts to our boy Toby. Toby's back. Toby's back. He's so better, better than, than ever. ever. For Christmas. <laughs> this year, the Hess truck's here. Is that what you were doing? I don't yeah, know what you were that doing. that was. I was doing the, whenever I hear that jingle, which I know is not from the Hess truck sound ads. I think it is. I, no, it's oh. from like, like, isn't it from like, my boyfriend's back and it's gonna, da, da. Oh, like, that's like the original like a song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, like the it 50s or 60s. And jingle. then it was a jingleized. Um, <laughs> I like that jingle. Yeah. And he's just teaching this like kid how to play the cello. This kid's like yeah. butchering minuet. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, just like, it. these are hard. Shouldn't I learn on the easier strings and then on the harder ones? Like, no. Actually, it should be the other way. He's so creepy. He's so creepy. And I just had a thought. Sorry. As yes. you're looking at your notes on your phone, do you want to, like, 
email those to me and I can print them out for you. Holy so, shit. <laughs> I just realized These are I like could photos. Could you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. So yeah, talk about Toby and the cello sequence while we're doing that. Yeah, he's so creepy. Um, Because he's like, the kid's like, oh, aren't these made of cat guts? And Toby's like, not, not always. <laughs> and of course, we like cut to this uh, montage of him just yanking the guts out of uh, out of some dude. Um, so then you sort of yeah, that's it. So and so then you're sort of like, oh, confirming what we sort of already knew from the last episode whenever we first meet Toby. Like this motherfucker's creepy, and he's really at, creepy. He's looking at Hannibal kind of sideways. And this episode, it's like, oh, that's because Toby is a crazo. Also, I am much. obsessed with the loving ass montage that it goes with him like washing the intestines yeah. and and stretching them and it has the like under the water shot yeah it looks like spaghetti or something under the oh. it's some sexy uh, I wrote sexy, sexy with one X and two Y's sexy I have to confess sure. that I'm gonna look at these notes as I do it so far they're pretty yeah. normal I texted Melina I did edibles last night as I watched this <laughs> My wife and I were in Denver recently, and we got, went to a dispensary, and apparently 10 milligrams of THC is the, like, normal dosage. I don't know how they okay. discovered that. But 10 milligrams is a lot. Like, I don't give you like, medical-grade edibles, but, like, it will fuck you up. So what, what we got, the guy suggested to us, which, which was very helpful of him, um, we got a thing of 40 gummies. Yeah. Each of them are 2.5 milligrams, which is actually oh, great. Okay. And over Denver, I had three, and it was a bit too much, so I had... One earlier in the week, and one was one is was beautiful for like an really mild high. So I took two for this. So oh boy. I wasn't tripping balls, but it made me actually like really pay attention really to stuff. So I'm really in. excited for what my notes have to say because I was just like, what is this? Um, That's funny. There's a scene, two scenes later that I was like obsessed with, and I watched over. I watched it three times <laughs> over because um, they were so good. Uh, I know, and I'm, I was just not as crazy. I know what scene you're talking about, and I was not as crazy. About it. Really? I must have, like, been really in it. <laughs> I found out whenever I'm stoned, especially on certain touch strands, and there's, like, a really, like, emotional level scene, yeah. I, like, get really, like, analytic about it. And I'm like, whoa. Is that... Because, like, personal interaction is, like, this mystery to me when I'm really high. It's yeah. all of a sudden I'm watching a scene that's, like, awkward between people, and I'm like, what whoa, is going what's on? what's happening? Yeah, so I just I love that whole sequence, um, but we'll we'll get to it later. Okay, so after the credits, we are. Uh, I don't have a lot of notes for this. We're back at Will's place, and all I wrote was, "I love Will's little skull cap he has." On. Yeah, we <laughs> I forget we'll what's happening there. there. That's for and costumes. We'll talk about the costumes. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally. That was like my only. Note I totally I had agree. I wrote like this is like rom com level. Like, they're walking in the field. That's right. And they're like, you invited me to wrangle an animal. Like, is this a great idea for a date? And he's like, is this a date? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then she's like, I think too much. I think too much. Blah, blah, blah. And then he said something like, you know, have you ever tried this? Thinking less. And she goes... Haven't thought about it. Like, I know. Like, right, that a is great like, joke. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, but I'm... I know, and I expected him to look at her like, okay, but it was like such he a normal He gave like thing. a little chuckle. Yeah. Like, she thought it would land better. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the... Yeah, he, he didn't uh, recognize the joke. Yeah, like, so, so, you know, so this is when I'm like trying to figure out what Alana f- feels for Will. And I don't know if she knows. Oh my god, Melina's rolling her eyes I'm right sorry. now. I'm sorry. We all know how I feel about Alana. <laughs> I don't understand it. He literally mentions it in like either this scene or like another scene where they're back together where he's like, you didn't even speak to me. Like, we've never we, in the we've same never, room. We've never been in the same room together, and alone. here you are alone. 
uh, and here you are, blah blah blah, and they're all being all cutesy and flirty. Yeah, yeah, it's a really rom like it's really like I said rom com like that'd be like a meet cute almost. Like we're looking for this animal, and then this is like I love this. Like Will invites her along, but she's like, oh, is this gonna be a date or whatever? She wore a dress, and then he's like, I'll need someone to help wrangle a wounded animal. <laughs> like oh, and, that's like oh, the most unromantic okay. thing in a, in the world. It's so good. But yeah, that that was just a fun little scene. I just love that setting up the two of them. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I guess to set up the fact that like she doesn't date because she's too uh, much of a psychiatrist. I have a question. I have a real question about this. And then yeah. that comes up later again, but like I wrote a note later, but we'll just talk about it now. What? Okay, what is she? Li- what must she be like in a relationship? Because she's like, I'm, I'm not good in relationships, blah blah. blah. And I'm right. like, what, what, what must she be like? Does she analyze everything? Is she too intense? Like, what do you think she's like? If, like, if you're dating a lot of Bloom, yeah, what are you getting? She must be. She must not be able to separate her personal life and her private and her work life. So I can okay. see her being like very analytical, like analyzing her boyfriend all the time, or mm-hmm. like analyzing everything he has to say, and like diagnosing yeah. this situation and that situation. And yeah, and like I'm not sure being like able to like turn off to turn that off. Got it. Got and it. Just got be it. A okay. And okay. Hang out or something. Okay. But, like, she can have beer. She's one of the guys. She's one of the guys. But also, uh, how was your relationship with your mom? Like, you know, like, I could see her being, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, really yeah. tweak like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I could really see her being tweaked. Like, okay, got it. Okay. Because I was wondering. I was, like, she's saying all this. We've never seen her except with Jack and, like, with Will and professional situations and with Abigail. So I'm, like, what must she be like in a relationship? And right. what is her dating history? Like yeah, do you think she like dates other psychiatrists? Do you think or? she's like a serial monogamist, where she like is always in a long term relationship, or do you mm. think she can never hold things down for more than like a, a few weeks because of this? I could see that more more yeah, than the monogamy. Yeah, probably thing, you're right. right. Yeah, I think she's like I feel like she's her own worst enemy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, and I mean at least she's self aware enough to like say that to Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So. I want, I wrote, I want a Hannibal opening the door to his office. Supercut. Ooh, yeah. I have a list of supercuts that I keep on my phone. Oh my god, amazing. I'm what do we have, have that What one. do we have so far? Because oh, okay. the Hannibal... I'll tell you. Good morning, or good evening. Like, yeah, come on open in. Open the door, come on in. Like You're not that, supposed to be here. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, just the supercut, like, the door, click, uh, and it's good morning, which is interesting. I feel like we've only seen him have appointments in the evening, and yet he has a morning appointment yeah. with Franklin with a Y, and I underline the Y in my notes, because <laughs> it's like, Franklin with a Y. Um, okay, do you want to know what my other supercuts mm-hmm. are? Okay, so I watch a lot of Special Victims units, so one of them nice. is, I want a supercut of... Um, people asking the SVU detectives if they have kids. <laughs> There's a lot of those, like, where Stabler's like, oh, sorry, I can't do that. And the, <laughs> and the parents are like, do you do have you have? Children? Oh, my God. I That's amazing. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that happens so often. I need do you have children? Them. Did someone, has someone asked Will if, he, if he's had children in this episode? In this episode? Sorry, no, in oh. this show. Like, I feel like that's happened. And I don't know if I'm making it up. But I feel yeah, like... I can't remember. Maybe because I can, like, visualize some victim and be like, do you have children, Mr. Graham? He's like, no, I don't. Like, I, I could see that scene taking place. Right? I don't know. I, I don't could be know. totally I can't making remember. it up. No, but I can see it. Um, okay, and then really quickly, I have another one that's uh, non-cast members doing the SNL intro, the Live from New York at Saturday Night. Oh. Every once in a while, they have, like, guests 
do oh, it course. instead of like regular cast members. I of didn't the host. know it's normally a cast member. Usually, there's at least like one cast member that says it with them. Oh, really? Or like says it on their own. It's been more. I don't watch SNL a lot. Oh, okay, more often now they have just like a random. Like if Alec Baldwin's on or something, like he'll be the one to say. Like, okay. From New York. Interesting. I only watch SNL if it's like a sketch that someone's like, "This is an important sketch." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched it recently. And again, I was like way too high. It was my friend's bachelor party, and they put an SNL on. It was like the second half an hour, when it's like when everyone's already turned it off. Yeah, yeah. And the sketch was just bad and like weird. And I was yeah. like, I was just sitting there like, this is not good. It's not. And like, good. I respect that like it's impossible to write a sketch show that's like timely and edgy and whatever in a week. You know, like oh, it's sure. so hard. But and like, that's going to resonate with everyone. And yeah, like, and like that the, the, the network will be able to show. Like, yeah. You can't say, like, anything fuck or, sh- you know, like, you can't do those things because you're on NBC. Right, right. And it's live. So I, I get all that. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. No, I've been, I, I have that same feeling. And I was thinking recently, they had Bill Hader on, I think, last season. And I remember thinking how, like, great his, like, peak SNL time was. Only because, like, him and Kristen Wiig and all those other, like, big names they had, brilliant. like, recurring sketches and re- recurring characters that people loved. Well, and yeah. that's why they turned, tuned into SNL. Well, and even, they just don't have that anymore. Well, it's so funny because I never really watched it during the, that era. And I love that uh-huh. that's now because obviously the golden era. Because when I was a kid, it was, like, the Will Ferrell, Amy. You know, oh, to me, yeah. that was, like, the yeah. golden. Will like, Ferrell, Terry, Rachel Terry, Jack, Sherry Molly, Terry, Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon, like, crushing. Crushing. Like, those Malian. scenes from the late 90s. It was Early so good. And then I remember so, so watching good. reruns of the 80s stuff with Phil Hartman, early 90s yeah. stuff. Great. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like, as a kid, it's funnier then, or like whatever you're first exposed to feels more richer, so you kind of latch onto it more. Right. Exactly. But I don't know. I also, ever since I realized that they're reading cue cards, I can't not see it. And it takes, mm. it, it it drives me insane. How recently did you realize they were reading cue cards? Years ago. Okay. But I don't watch it that much. So, so whenever I do, and it's like Pete Davidson, who's not an actor, who's a kid, who's oh, a stand-up. He's, the worst. he's awful. Like he's a he's a good stand-up and he's funny, but yeah. he's not an actor. And he's like staring like off its sides. Well, you know, and I'm like, I. You know who used to be the I could not stand to watch this person in sketches, and now. I adore them to all get out because I got much better at this. Whenever Fred Armisen first started on SNL, he was the worst at just blatantly reading off cue cards. Interesting. And it made me insane. Huh. Um, You're like a real head. A little bit. You're yeah. like a real SNL head. Okay. Do, you like, do you watch it live or do you like DVR it? Um, I typically watch it live. Wow. Yeah, most most weeks probably. Unless I am a parent it's like a host and I am I really long in bed by then. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair. So like. Uh, so add that. So add the Hannibal opening to the super cut. I'm doing that. There's right a moment now. I was like, how did we get to talking about SNL? <laughs> yes. So that, that, how did that we get to be fault. here? And what I was the moment? Like, so many other. Um, oh, this is one I added recently. Sorry, and then we can move on. Mariachi bands walking up to people at the restaurant table at the wrong time. Amazing. Yes. You know what they I mean? They always walk up at the wrong time. In like TV shows or movies. I or also whatever. think that would be a fun sketch. Yeah. Like, that's a fun sketch yeah. idea. I was thinking of another, another sketch. Now we'll finally get on the topic after this little bit, but. I was working, I was doing a reunion for this camp that I run yesterday, and one of the kids had like a coonskin hat that he was going to wear for Halloween. <laughs> and one of the, Like Davy Crockett? No, like, da- yeah, Davy Crockett, Daniel Boone or whatever. And okay. then one of 
another person near him was like, oh, like David Boone. And I was like, you mean Daniel Boone? And I was like, wait a second. I love the idea of David Boone, like his brother. <laughs> his like, brother. like Daniel Boone's this adventure and David Boone. David hey, Boone. I'm David. Like, ugh, runs you know. a used car shop yeah. or something. Or he's like trying to be like, you don't get it. Like, it sucks being Daniel Boone's brother. Like, yeah, I'm David Boone. Like, <laughs> yeah, we need famous people's siblings. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So speaking of opening doors, then, then we have... Uh, Dan Folger, my boy Franklin, yeah. who's in this episode? He is oh, in this he is episode. He's in it, and then he is not. And then he is not in it. Oh, poor R.I.P. Poor oh, one no. out for the fallen brothers. I mean, Franklin, <laughs> we knew you, but a little bit. He is fucking like, he is like really into Hannibal, but he's also like, I've been diagnosing a friend. He's like, Are you going to be a psychoanalyst now? <laughs> I love, right, I love this because he, he's trying to sort of like In- get over the fact that Hannibal doesn't want to be his friend. 100%. <laughs> so Hannibal like, is bored, and I love how Franklin calls him out on it. Yes, he couldn't be more bored. And Do I bore you? No. No. But <laughs> I, I loved Hannibal's. Um, professionalism here being like you know what I'm not going to help like fall into the trap of like helping you diagnose your friend like I'm here to help you diagnose you to help figure out why you might be thinking about this or why you might be attracted to psychopaths Mm -hmm. I was like that's a great as a therapist like that is smart oh 100% like for for everything we can say about Hannibal and we can talk about Hannibal forever he is a professional oh yeah I've also this scene especially like the, the he and Julian Anderson scenes and these scenes like I, mm. we we both see therapists. Hi to our therapist. Hi. I don't know about yours, but my therapist is not an analyst. Like I, maybe mm. he's more. He gives more input. We have more like energetic conversations. But yeah. both Hannibal and Julian Anderson are like. Well, maybe I'm gonna say a few sentences. Yeah, just like listeners mostly. Yeah, yeah. and like, that's a whole like I get that that style but it's yeah. so interesting to think of that as a therapy style I, I I would be so frustrated by that just the listening part like not getting any like analysis back yes or, yes know. I would want someone to echo back to me like what I'm hearing or like just throw some like yeah. and Hannibal yeah. will do that when Julian Anderson does Hannibal will say well maybe it seems like blah blah yeah because um, he did say, maybe you're attracted to psychopaths. But I love how he kind of got defensive. Psychopaths aren't crazy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's like, they know exactly what they're doing. And uh, that's like, that is that. Psychopaths are right. Very and by the way, him and his we kind. don't like being called psychopaths. We prefer being called people with psychopathy. <laughs> right. People first people language at all times. And I, yeah, I just love that. He's like, psychopaths aren't crazy. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, because he very well could have just been like let him to let him talk and say what he would, but that was like something he had to interject and and correct him. Definitely, on. you may be attracted to them. Um, he totally is attracted to them. Like, oh, absolutely. So I'm thinking about our boy Toby, and mm. I'm wondering, and I'll kind of get this later, but I feel like, you know, Toby's killed before a million times, but now he's like, because this next scene's a human cello scene, mm-hmm. he's killing to get Hannibal's attention. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when he met Hannibal at the opera. That's when he, like, really, like, something clicked. Like, game recognizes yeah. game. He's like, wait a second, this guy here and this guy, you know. And so I'm talking about, like, as if Hannibal's here. <laughs> oh. I'm looking off to the side, listeners. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought like, he saw, like, a spider or no, something. No, 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 no. Like, this guy's here and, like, oh, like, yeah. I want to get his attention. Yeah. There's another, like, predator on the scene. I don't, I don't know, like, that yeah. changed something in his M.O. Well, and I'm just, I'm just thinking just now, do you think that he... Whenever they met at the performance or whatever, yeah, whatever the hell that was. Do you was. think um, that he just like 
instinctively saw that in Hannibal or did he put that together because he knew Franklin was obviously obsessed with Hannibal and knew that he was obsessed with psychopaths like That's Toby was thinking if he's obsessed with me and he's obsessed with Hannibal Hannibal must be I feel like there's some kind of like vibe like, oh, that some like sort of vibration he, yeah he meets Hannibal and he's just like he just vibed him okay. I feel like okay. because think about like more so he snapped like I'm gonna kill this person in this insane way also like Franklin says Tobias has all of a sudden been saying these crazy things like, oh, okay. I should, we should kill so-and-so, so-and-so. Just yeah, kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> and like, do-do-do. Like, I feel like once he met Hannibal, he's like, I, I feel like that. he got, as Hannibal says later, you, but you're reckless. Like, he kind of, I feel oh, like he's yeah. kind of snapped a little bit and like went into another zone. Who, Tobias? Tobias. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I want to talk about this. Well, I guess I can talk about it now, but there's, whenever all three of them are together in Hannibal's office... <sighs> It's such an interesting interaction because Hannibal is obviously like sees a reflection of himself a bit in, in Tobias and because mm-hmm. he understand they understand each other, um, but yeah he's a, he's a liability and so Tobias starts talking about uh, I you know I'm gonna leave town I kill all these people da 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 and Hannibal's yeah, like crazy. oh fuck you came here because he's like oh no 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 you and are like, a nutcase yeah like we're jumping ahead but like yeah. Hannibal's like, so what if they come a calling? He's like, well, then I'll kill them too. He's like, you're gonna kill the right. cops? Like, Relax. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. Like, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, like. You had been doing it fine up until now, and now you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So, cut Sorry. to the human cello, which, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so vocal folds aren't very big. You can see how big mm. our mouth is. So, the, the neck is opened up. And I need to study the tape more, but like so those things seem to be like my pointer finger in length, and like four of them, right? Because there are four strings on a cello. They were treated with blah 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 and lye and olive oil, blah 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 blah, blah. and they were like, "Can you move your thing?" I know. Okay, okay, like, okay. So, okay, so your vocal folds A, you have two of them. B, they are like, mm. they are like as thin as like they are really 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 thin. And, like, so there's four of these things through this person's neck. Zoom up again. Okay. So he pulled. He is, like, I'm not getting into all the, like, this is nonsense. Like, we had to literally, do, in the cadaver lab in grad school, open up. And the muscles and the stuff are fine. Those are all the muscles of the neck and throat. Yeah. But those four strings that yeah. are the vocal folds is nonsense. Because the, there's no way the vocal folds, the vocal folds aren't, aren't half that long. Well, why or that thick. Like, why would they have made him like that then? I don't know. And I wonder, like, I, w- I was waiting for them to say, like, oh, he used, he put his own intestines in the guy's body. Like, I oh. was expecting them to say, he pulled the guy's he, intestines like, out and strung his guts up, because that makes sense. But, like, I swear, Google, like, larynx, like, shot of someone down someone's throat, and, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's not that big at, at all. I don't know. Yep, there it is. So look at that picture. It's like... Which one? This one? This one right there, right? So think about how big your neck is. Yeah. And those are just those two folds that are connected to the, the muscle and all the different cricker written on muscles and the we'll hyoid bone. We'll add some of these pictures on Twitter. So yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, add, we'll get into the anatomy, guys. But, like, think about that. So look at that and then look at the picture of those four strings out of that guy's neck. Yeah. It doesn't add up. It's a bit much. It doesn't add up. So, you know, this is the <laughs> one part when Hannibal gets unrealistic, guys. Um, yeah, so I saw that and I was like, Good okay, time. wait a second. Yeah. Um, now, voice disorders and the vocal anatomy aren't my specialty, but I know enough to be like, that well, is yeah. suspect. Yeah. Um, 
And they didn't even say, like, it was other muscles, other ligaments. I'd buy that. Because, like, like, I want to buy that. Yeah, right. I don't want to be, like, poking holes in, like, the the anatomy logic of this. No, sure, because there's a lot of, uh... We've seen people string themselves up uh, like an angel inside of a barn and, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. How did the guy self-flay himself? How, I mean, God knows. Another question we have. Um, um, this is such an interesting scene because, like, you know, again, this is a classic Jack Crawford doesn't give. Doesn't give a f- If it gets the job done, just do it. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh, is it getting... First of all, Will up to this point has said nothing but it's getting harder for me to look, it's harder for me to look. And then they show up to this scene and Jack goes, looks like it's getting easier for you to look. And Will's like, it's Wishful not thinking. easier. I'm just pushing through it. I shake it off and I keep on going. And I pop some pills, question mark. And I write just whatever the aspirin, I don't know. I don't know whatever what the, he's taking. I wrote, what are those pills? <laughs> but he's popping them like M&M's. I yes. mean, like insane. The clonopin? Like, what is it? Yeah, I wish. He's, he's on it. Is Hannibal prescribing it? Whatever. Like, right. But and Jack's like, good. Keep on pushing. And yes. um, so uh, great things. I'm like, you should be concerned about him. Yes. No one is worried about Will. Yes. Oh. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, Jack is like, good. Like, good, yeah. I am willfully ignoring the fact that you are, like, losing it just for the sake of getting these guys. Um, and I don't know if Jack is... is ignorant up to a point or if he just doesn't give a fuck i think jack no i think he's there's a little bit naive i think jack is a, to give jack a little some defense even mm. though i think what he's doing is is not very defensible mm. i feel like jack doesn't i mean obviously obviously he doesn't know the extent of will's diagnosis he doesn't sure. know what's going on he, he know he just thinks that will's just having a hard time coping with it and like he'll push through it and, and he'll be yeah, fine yeah everyone so, has a hard time so it's not like jack knows everything and is like who gives a fuck? You're fine. Right. So, like, in Jack's defense a little bit, and and even Will doesn't know the extent of what's going on with him. True, yeah. Um, and the viewer is the first time through the show doesn't, don't, don't know, but right. you know he's having a hard time. So, like, Jack should realize and, like, take it slow on him, but at the same time, like, I understand in a bit that he's, like, he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't... He's got his personality thing, but he'll cope with it. It's... But, I mean, it's still hard to watch, especially after we've had people like Alana and Hannibal say, you need to look out for him. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, you know, he's smart and he'll get the job done, but he's not going to look out for himself. Like, you need to blah, blah, blah. Don't push him so hard. And Jack's still like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake it off. Get the job done. We need to catch this guy. Who cares? (laughs) Um, and I loved, so both you and I did theater together and I loved whenever he like starts getting into the zone and the pendulum swings and of course he's in a theater and so the Mm -hmm. house lights dim Uh and I wrote stand by house lights. Stand by house lights. Yes, you were a stage, yes, you were a stage manager and I was an actor. So yeah, Yeah. you were the one saying stand by house. Although I guess I did some lighting stuff, but I never said stand by house lights. I just pressed the button. Yeah, that was me. Q girl. Q girl. (laughs) Um, yeah, like, okay. Looking at time, this is soft. Oh, okay, I know. I have to explain. I have to talk about for at least a minute about Will's glasses. He takes them off, takes them on, seemingly at random. Are they for reading? He has them on as he comes into this murder scene. If they're for, like, what are they for? There's some scenes where he doesn't have them on at all. I would buy he's wearing contacts. But in this sequence, he has the glasses on, takes them off, and then does the Sherlock thing. So I'm like... What? Okay, I want. I'm going to take a look at his prescription. Like, I, explain to me when he needs glasses and when he doesn't need glasses, and like, I want some logic for well, this. I remember a couple episodes we talked like maybe they're just like a security blanket that mm. he uses. You know, they're Thank just like you. a tool that he. 
They don't have a per- like. Maybe they help him a little bit, but thank you for reminding me of that. No, yes. yeah, that's, I think that's totally I, true. I, I for I again, I'm not paying attention to his glasses, so that's um, thanks for still for still thinking about that. There's one more thing I wanted to mention about this scene before I feel like it might be a good time for us to like switch into um, might as well. I have three pages of segments, and we're only on the first. We're page. on page one. I know. Oh my god. Um, I love whenever there's so much in this episode. There's a lot. I know we're gonna have to be judicious about what else we talk about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this la- this scene, of course, he's doing his Sherlock thing. He looks out into the audience, and Hobbes is sitting there doing his Orson Welles um, clap. Yeah, um, I was thinking a Shia LaBeouf clap. Yeah, the Shia, LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, the Shia LaBeouf clap is the is an homage to the Orson Welles. Is it really? Clap. Okay, yeah. I love that Shia LaBeouf video so much. I yeah. do too. Ugh, yeah. Garrett Jacob Hobbes. Ugh, I know. I'm I know. so sick of him. I'm sick of him. Where is Abigail as well? But like. I'm but okay that we don't know where Abigail fine. is. Yeah. Okay, should we do it? Should we go into some segments right now? Yeah. Okay, so we should jump in with Eat the Crude first, I'm assuming. I think so. We're going to costumes. Yeah. Okay. As much as I'm not looking forward I'm to this. I'm really looking forward to this. This so is going to be I, so disgusting. I sent, I, uh, I, I tagged Jack in an Instagram picture. Um, should we do the theme? Oh, yeah, let's Let's, let's do, do it super fast. Eat the Crude. 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 Okay, now you can talk. Okay, great. I'm going to grab it while you're talking. Um, uh, I saw I tagged Jack in a, a picture on Instagram um, that was like Buffalo Wild Wings really just releases a new fall flavor, um, pumpkin spice ale, um, pumpkin spice ale buffalo wings yeah. or something. So like and the PSL like, craze is, is gone insane. It's 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 gone nuts and uh, and but this is precisely I mean this is why I'm so glad we do this segment because yes, this is this is the reason why I'm like <laughs> this is what it's for I'm so glad that it's fall because I knew there was gonna be a bu- I mean I tell you every time I go to the store I look through like the candy aisle and try to find some like mm-hmm. tweaked pumpkin spice oh like flavor or something or other. this okay, is amazing so, I, so Jack picked I got, them up today. I picked them up from Buffalo Wild Wings an hour and a half ago uh, mm. so they're so they're room so temperature they're nice now. And room so I got a seven pound like a snack pack. I don't know how a snack is seven pieces. This is like how America's so obese. <laughs> a snack is seven pieces. Oh, I got, they're boneless. I got boneless. Okay. So it's to be easier okay. for us. That's yeah. So the so they're basically they're basically pumpkin spice buffalo but pumpkin spice chicken wings. But the 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 name is even crazier. It's barbecue pumpkin ale. ale. I don't know what the hell that means. Okay. Um are you a PSL fan? Like, no. No, you're not, nor am I. No. I love pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie's okay, but pumpkin, I mean, this pumpkin spice latte, I'm like, I, there are other, there are more other holiday Starbucks drinks that I am more into. Peppermint mocha. Ooh, 100%. Yes. Okay, so. So we've got ranch. Yeah, what do they smell like? Let they gave us some it. ranch because, and believe me, that's going to happen. Should we do fork or I'm should not, we just go I'm with our get, fucking fingers? Um, I might ask for a fork. I think that's wise. I'm going to try and do this off, off the mic. I'm not smelling a lot of pumpkin. Um, I did earlier. See, earlier... See, I took a whiff, and earlier it t- it smelled like to me when I first got them, they were fresh out the oven. I also have my own fork if you want. Okay. Oh, really? Wow. I have my own fork. I forgot. <laughs> Don't worry. I have my own fork. Okay. They smelled to me earlier when they were fresh and warm. Like fresh and warm. as if you poured store, store brand barbecue sauce mm. into a pumpkin spice latte. Mm. So I want you to imagine those two smells, because like a pumpkin, like... A pumpkin spice latte, that kind of like cinnamony, whatever, nutmeg, yeah. with like barbecue potato chip smell on top of it. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of barbecue potato chip. Um, okay. All right, let's... We're diving into these things. I'm going to take a bite try without... Try not to like... I'll try smack. not to smack on air okay. here. Mm. Ooh, wow. Cold. Oh, wow. 
Whoa. Whoa, yeah, wow. So it's like barbecue. So cinnamony. Yes, yes. It's like barbecue, and then immediately, boom, cinnamon. So wild. Wait. Cinnamon. There okay. is like a decent Wait. amount of pumpkin there. That's weird. Do I like this? I know, I can't tell. <laughs> but like kind of tangy. Wow. This is so interesting. So it's like, okay, mm. it's this like back and forth seesaw on, on my tongue between barbecue sauce. It's like basic barbecue sauce. There's yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And like a cinnamony, nutmeggy kind of thing. Oh, it's so nutmeggy. <laughs> what would Hannibal think of this? Oh, he would be deeply offended, which is the reason we're doing this. Yeah. He wouldn't even get near these with a 10-foot pole, I think. Yo. This is, oh, wow. It's so interesting. Like I'm gonna get a little ranch on that. Yes, I'm about to say you gotta. We gotta go full. We gotta take a pic. We take a picture of these bad boys for, yeah, for Twitter's I, purposes. I take a picture of me taking a big bite out. <laughs> Hang on, this stupid camera. Here we go. Get the mic at it so, so so I know we're actually recording. This is beautiful. All right, mm. I'm just gonna get a get a picture of this whole thing. This Ooh, is beautiful. The ranch makes it Does, good, oh, actually. I just oh, dropped it in the hello. ranch, so it's going to get full of ranch. By the way, ranch is the best. So good. I'm like a ranch, like, I dip my fries in ranch. I really don't hate this. Mmm. Whoa. Ranch really kind of like... I know. Y'all, this is wild. Like. Okay, so this is like a pumpkin pie, and then you put barbecue chicken on top of it. Can I like dunk this? Do you care if dude, I like double dip? Dude, dude, kill it. <laughs> Mm. This is like the best thing we've eaten so far for eating. I texted Melina. I said, these smell terrible. 16% chance we actually love them. Oh, now, the ranch is just I really wouldn't order them. them again. No. But for the purposes of Eat the Crude, this is exactly... Yes. Like, I've done insane things like, again, the Mac and Cheetos and Merking. That have been disgusting. It's funny. Yeah. I realized when I was talking... Um, Last episode, I said they are the most terrific thing, and I realized that kind of sounded like I said the most terrific thing. Oh, no, 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 horrific. horrific. They were horrible. And but I, you ate them all. I, oh, yeah, I ate them all. Okay. I'm gonna go by Burger King soon and see if they have them because that needs to be the crew. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe for the season one finale, we'll find okay. them. Okay, right, that sounds good. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at these. I'm really not mad at these. <laughs> I, I'm mad that I'm not mad at these. <laughs> I'm like. I'm now going to tell people that I had pumpkin spice. And it's one of those things that, like, oh, you wow. know, like, uh, Thrillist, like, posts about, and everyone, like, tags people on Instagram, and it's like, oh, well, like, this is so gross. Yeah, but, right. like, oh, actually, you guys should go out. If you have a local Buffalo Wild Wings, like, yeah. go try and do a the blazing And do the blazing Challenge. 12 blazing Wings in six minutes. You get a t-shirt. <laughs> Speaking of my insane, my, my, my insane teenage years, uh, so at my school in New York, after the first semester of your ninth grade year, you could leave the school on any free period or um, like break, mm-hmm. or lunch break. You could just leave school. You checked, you signed out, and left. You can come back when like when class started. And, like wow, you couldn't just like bounce because like you'd miss class. But like people would go out and get lunch somewhere else. So my senior year, my best friend and I had what we call a triple lunch. We had two free periods. <laughs> oh. We had we happen to have on one of the days of the week two free periods sandwiching our lunch. So we had two hours and 15 minutes in the middle of the day totally open. So we just decided to take it upon ourselves to just, like, go however far geographically we could from the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Yeah. One day we went to the the Buffalo Wild Wings in Brooklyn, the closest one. Nice. I did the Blazin Challenge. I got a free T-shirt. Came back to school wearing the Blazin (laughs) Challenge T-shirt. People were like, wait, you didn't wear that this morning. No, I just won this free (laughs) T-shirt. 
that's how amazing I am. I just ate all those wings in six wow. minutes. Wow, this is like legitimately good. Yeah, this is legit good. I, okay. Wow. So let's close this out. We, okay. We're going to keep eating while talking about costumes. Okay. Okay. We ate the cream. 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 Wow. Okay. I like jumbled through that. That, that was, was really like good. Big <laughs> boneless chicken too. <laughs> that was really good. And I hope none of you think that wet mouth sounds are ASMR. I hope you enjoy this. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, do Good. So now we're going to do costumes. This is going to be all minuet themed since that kid was doing it. Beautiful. This episode has lots of vest paisley collars and the rest. Now it is time for costumes. Let's talk costumes. Beautiful. Thank your, you. Your songs are always so on topic and so like Thank relevant. You. Thank you. Just wonderful. Okay, costumes. Okay. I did not like Tobias's vest. I said lots of vest. <gasps> Everyone's walking vest. I actually, his outfit the was like plaid, my favorite. During the first scene with the kid, he has his like. Oh, Tobias. Oh, sorry, Tobias. sorry. I was no, thinking no, 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 no. of Franklin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I'm. I, I, I didn't clock Franklin's wearing in the first scene, the psychopath scene, when he's like, whatever. He's wearing Earlier. like that red vest. Um, yeah, Franklin only dresses fine. Yeah. He's obviously got a lot of money. He doesn't have bad style. But sorry, I wasn't no, paying attention to what Tobias was wearing. Tobias is wearing like a plaid, like tan vest. And it's like, mm. it's very interesting. The juxtaposition, I wrote this like, I, I said collars. There's like a really interesting juxtaposition between Tobias and Hannibal. Right? So Tobias has only wears the kind of button down collar, which has a button on the bottom. Yeah, sure. Which is less I, formal. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I guess I was trying to say how to say it. Much less formal. Yeah. It's fine and yeah. it's kind of it has its place. gotten back. I feel like it was peak was like in the nineties and it's kind of it has its place. Um his tie knots are much smaller, like a quarter Windsor or something mm-hmm. much smaller. And with the vest so he's kind of this like more intellectual kind of more like tweed that's like just very much less formal look and then there's Hannibal this crisp beautiful not super wide collar but perfectly straight collar collar. he's got a beautifully like starched shirt nice wide tie not not nice but crazy wide tie it's this interesting juxtaposition in the two of them like you could write a dissertation on the collar and tie dynamic between Tobias (laughs) and and um, Hannibal um, I think early, like, oh, the first, um, the first Franklin and Hannibal session, Hannibal's wearing, like, this beautiful charcoal plaid suit, mm-hmm. blue shirt, blue mm. paisley tie, classy, mm-hmm. beautiful, like a nice, I was trying to describe the blue, it was like a, like a robin's egg or something. Mm, it was gorgeous. Like really, really nice. They had a beautiful brown suit with a blue and red tie in the Tobias dinner scene much later. Yeah. And yeah. then... Okay, so Alana during the the kiss scene, can't wait to talk about it. Really? She's wearing like, like a red coat. It's yeah. Whatever. I I wrote she couldn't wear a wrap dress, so she wrapped her coat around her. <laughs> Will with the Henley. With the Henley and that stupid fucking vest. It's a new vest. Oh, I it's hate it. A different vest. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And, his, and his. This episode's all vests. It is all vests. There's so many vests. And his hair in that scene, too. I was like, I cannot find you sexual right now. His oh, really? bangs were like... Maybe because I was high, but I was like into it. Oh, no. I was like... Oh. I mean, like, okay. Mm. The actress who plays Lana Bloom is very beautiful. Yeah. But she's not like... Come on. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing that she... It's nothing yeah. that she does or that she's wearing. Like, the, there's never... The show isn't trying to create sex to, like, appeal. To, sexualize her or something. I mean, she wears, I mean, like, I mean, cute Bedelia is more beautiful. I mean, Bedelia's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I was oh, trying holy. to clock what she was wearing, but she's like, like, like a simple black dress. Simple black, top. exactly. She looks great. Fantastic. Oh, my God. She, she looks great. I know. Um, we got the Henley. The Henley... See, see the Henley's kind of sexy. A little bit of the chest oh, hair. Oh, I love a good Henley. Don't Thank get me started, you. But, yeah. I mean, you're a Henley girl living in a Henley world. <laughs> And I yeah. feel like the Henley is like Will, like down to clown. Like normally he's like collared shirt, <laughs> flannel pattern, like boring snooze or Rooney. Like, Ooh, my girl's coming and now over. He's I gotta like, pop this Henley on. How many buttons were undone? Two were undone, right? Something which like is that. the appropriate. Like if he had all of them undone, then it'd be like, all right. Because like, like right, I'm wearing a Henley we, shirt right now, and like it's two undone. This is normal. Yeah, normal. If I'm like, yeah, I'd be like, up? all right, Jack, are you okay? Jack, like, chill. <laughs> are you hot? Is it hot in here? Um, yeah. And, like, again with her scarf. She was just wearing, like, a scarf and, like, a red coat. Mm-hmm. Okay. I loved Hannibal's orange. Was it an orange shirt? It was with the dinner sequence with Tobias. And then no. earlier when he goes and meets Tobias in the, the the music store, he has this kind of orangey shirt. I don't think that... Is it orange? Is it yellow? I don't know what it was. Uh, oh. With the oh, leather gloves. We had oh. the leather gloves, too. It was just like a... I think that was just like a beige oh, shirt. Oh, a beige? Okay. Wait, where did I... I need to start highlighting. Was it more. beige? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was I like, the circle his, like, brown, C the it was, like, his brown sort of tweed-ish patterned suit. Like, it was, like, plaid. It looked like tweed, but I'm sure it wasn't. Um, and then, like, a beige shirt. And, a, and I just put multicolored paisley tie. It was, like, a sort of blue and His ties red. were crushing it this episode. Oh, his last the, tie he was yes, wearing in with the battle Bedelia. sequence? Oh, not with Bedelia. Oh, I was thinking with the one he wears when he sees Bedelia at the end is like this bright orange and blue Yes, tie. yes. I said almost perfect orange paisley. Yes. So um, good. Then with the pocket square with the battle, like that shit was amazing. I know that so that, that gif is a big Hannibal gif of the, I'm sweaty, I just killed a guy, and then pocket square. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to also fold it beautifully and just pop <laughs> it back it. in. Um, but during that scene, his beautiful blue suit with the with, with yeah. the tie that popped, it, it was just gorgeous. I yeah. love a blue suit. A blue suit. I love a blue tux too. We talked about Perry getting a tux earlier. Perry mm-hmm. should totally fucking go for it and get a blue tux. <laughs> it looks good. Whenever you guys at the Oscars have like oh, yeah. a blue tux on, it looks so good. It looks really good. It's like still nice and like put together. It's not like bananas oh, crazy no. or something. And it's not too informal. It's not like Dumb no. and Dumber blue, like like yeah. Robin, like baby blue. Like it's baby like blue a nice dark deep blue. Yeah. Yeah. And it pops away from all the black it. tie. Because, like, a good tux looks timeless, but it also is like, oh, okay, yeah. great. We've all seen that. A black tux, tux I get it, yeah. And, like, a good one that's cut nice, you know, looks great, but, like, a good blue tux looks really, really nice. I feel like you have to be, like, the right kind of person. I'm also a big award show head, so I watch <laughs> a lot of, like, red carpet stuff. Mm-hmm. And for the people who I feel like can't pull off, like, a, like a crazy colored suit mm-hmm. i'm so happy when they just stick to the black but if you yeah. feel like you have like a personality or like a you carry yourself in a way that you can pull off like a different colored suit mm-hmm. like go for it definitely any other costumes we're gonna talk about i feel like it, like this hannibal was the showcase no chilton yeah i mentioned will's little skull cap he's wearing when they're yes his little on. beanie it was beautiful <laughs> um it was beautiful he looked great 
I wear collars. Toby, hmm. one, you know, you know, that's pretty much everything. Just lots of vests, lots of lots, lots of, vests. of vests. Oh, so many. It was a vest world. We have so much more to get to in this episode. I don't know how we're going to prioritize this. For listeners, it's fine. if you're still listening, and you're an hour in. This one, congrats. Bu- this might be aperitif. <laughs> I know. I was going to say this might be a good another 45 minutes you have uh, with us here, but that's all right. There's just so much that happens. Like there's every a lot. scene, I feel like some shows, some episodes where it's like there's some scenes, whatever. But like every scene, I feel like has like meat. Yeah. And yeah. it's also fun to talk about. There's Absolutely. no, like, throwaway scenes. And yeah. we're about to get to two crazy awesome and scenes And we still later. have three more boneless wings, Steve. <laughs> there's a little bit of heat, by the way. There's a there's little, a little bit. bit of heat A little this. bit. It's I nice. I really, I'm losing my mind. I, I know. thought I that I was going to be, like, disgusted. Like, like those. Okay, here we go. All right. That was costumes. We hope you enjoyed costumes. As always, what's he wearing? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Beautiful. God, Half-Blood Prince is so good. Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, this is now a Harry An- Potter Another podcast. podcast shout out is Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. Listen to it. Support it. It's mm. so good. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, just Google it. I'm not going to get into it right now. Okay. If you're a Harry Potter fan and, and you like just like really nice things and sweet, really just interested in religion, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. any denomination at all. They take from Jewish or Christian practices. Um, it's not at all God-related, but it's just, it's really wonderful. Yeah. So listen, it's okay. a wonderful podcast, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. Nice. Weekly episodes, and they're all like 35 minutes long. Nice. Um, okay, so where do we leave off? Bedelia's talking to Hannibal. Um, um, and this time I found out that, like, she referred him away, and he was like, uh-uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're at Bedelia's place. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was just, like, we just, her house was amazing. Um, she had it in a... See, this is interesting. This uh, I wrote this down. This is, like, a borderline... I feel like the moves that Hannibal was making with Bedelia are, like, the moves an abusive husband makes. Mm. He's like, I felt protective of you. I couldn't let you go because I had to keep you safe. Uh huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I heard that and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Red flag. She's like kept captive and he's like, no, I'm protecting you. Don't you yeah. get it? Yeah, she says something. I, I can't remember. I think it's this scene. She says something like, you're my only pay. Like, sort mm-hmm. of say, like, I can't really retire because you won't leave. Like, and and <laughs> you won't leave. And because we already heard earlier that she. She senses the darkness within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm she sure. said, I know there's a mask I'm talking to, and I hope whatever's underneath <laughs> sinks in. And you, I heard, at least I said I heard that, that she was kind of shook by it. I think she's like, there's yeah. something really fucking sinister. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. it also hints that, like you said earlier, that he killed the person who attacked her. Yeah, and there's, yeah, exactly. There's some, like, some other, like, interesting, like, uh, some interesting looks that she gives him in another scene um, yeah. that they have together. But but that was pretty much all that we got from that scene. The next, yeah. the next we pop over back to the labs, and the and first line... Really, what's the first line? I'm sorry, the first line we pop into the labs with our sassy science mm-hmm. crew is, played him like a fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> also, I know sassy it. science crew? Yeah, that's what they call them. Fanables, back me up. Is that not what they're called? Sassy, like Sassy's Team Sassy Science? I think that's exactly what they're called. I love that. I think that's what they're called. Guys, you guys are crushing it. So, you guys are so fun. I can't get over the Hannibal fan base. This is how we can endear ourselves and find a place in the Hannibal fan base. 
we are like, you know, rubes, noobs. Let us <laughs> just just teach us and we will like we will be your mouthpiece. <laughs> we'll spread the gospel yes. of fanable. Oh my gosh. Lifestyle. The sassy son I'm sorry, I'm yeah. I love that. I want a t shirt. I'm sure there already is a t shirt. Oh one hundred percent. Um and this is like I wrote, Yo, will you crazy? Because like <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. No. Do it. Like, can you say what I he don't said? know what the line was. What was uh, the line? He says, so they're, like, they're doing their science thing, and Will's sort of like sitting off to the side because he like doesn't want to look at it or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, he like cut open his throat, and then you know his vocal flaps, and da da da. And Will goes, had to open you up to get a decent sound out of you. <laughs> and they look at him like, the fuck? More like a beat. I'm like, what? Right. And then Will sort of like, he sort of like, shakes his head like oh I said that out loud <laughs> it's like one of those moments when you just really awkward and then like this is a dream this is a dream right, right fuck it's not right. a dream did I just say that this out? is real life okay okay <laughs> yeah yeah that was um that was a moment I feel like they all had together <laughs> yeah and the biggest reveal for that beyond like uh oh yo will you crazy is like Tobias is performing for Hannibal yes this is his like he's this is like a hey I'm here you know yeah, this was because he said he's he's killed before, but not like this. Like this is he's trying to get someone's attention. This is um, someone's in the audience, and they're trying to figure out who that person is. Exactly. Um, Figuratively in the audience, not literally in the audience. Okay. Do you think this is when Han- then Hannibal goes in to meet Tobias because this Franklin's like, yo, this guy's crazy. He's t- t- talking about wanting to play someone like a violin, blah blah. Um, mm-hmm. Hannibal goes in. I love how he stops the bell. He's like, there's a bell here. Okay, I'm going to come in secretly. Yeah. yeah. Um, he plays the theremin. Isn't the theremin that, like, weird, like... Yeah. Do you think... Okay, do you think... I was thinking this earlier. Do you think Hannibal actually plays the theremin, or do you think he's that just to fuck with Tobias? Because Tobias would instinctively, like, throw shade at the theremin. It's like, so do trombones, so do tubas, so do... So do... Ch- like, yeah. the theremin, you mean, bitch? Yeah, you're not like... <laughs> Bitch. Right? I think he actually plays a theremin. I can you, see him actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you mentioned harpsichord because he's got a harpsichord he in his got, office. Yes, you're right, you're right. So that's weird enough. I I would not put it uh, put it past him to have like a theremin upstairs at his little like loft or something. Okay, cool. I was wondering if he's like act with a theremin or if he was like, like trying to trigger Tobias. To, those things are so weird. They're really weird. I also wrote game recognizes game. This is the two of the two predators. Yeah, because he's like, oh, we both play between conventional notes. Oh yeah, this is like a dick. Like this is the scene should have been in a bathroom because it was a dick. (laughs) It really should have been in the string shot bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, Yeah. So this is uh, them seeing each other. He's finally got his attention in the way that uh, that he had hoped. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm -mm, what up? We both like sense each other. Um, but is this not so? Wait, I think and maybe I typed my notes out of order. The next scene is Will crushing open the the chimney. Okay, maybe like, I'm thinking of something else. When does okay? So Hannibal and let's Will, jump out of order because we're we're time We can just talk about things. No, that's so fine. So at, at some point, Hannibal and Will um, they're talking about this. Oh, oh, it's whenever. Um, oh, never mind. I'm not going out of order. Will shows up at Hannibal's house when he's having dinner with Tobias. Tobias sneaks out. Yeah, this is right? later because okay, first like, we have the Alana scene yeah. coming over no, now. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Let's no, do yeah, that. Yeah, so, okay. I forgot that it was a hallucination, but I feel like Will should have been clued into the hallucination by the fact that his dogs weren't going ape shit about something in the chimney. Oh, yeah. Like, Good point. Like, please, if there's something by the dogs would have been like, 
fuck's that? Yeah. This fuck's that? Especially like, if it going. sounds like a small animal or yes, something. Yes, in like the they... chimney. And they were just like sitting there like, burr, 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 burr. Yeah. Um, so like, why did he not realize that? Um, Good point. And then Alana looks at the chimney and is like, oh. Right. Oh, he cray cray. Oh, he fucked. I wrote <laughs> like, oh, he fucked. Like, uh oh. Yeah. Also, we should mention this in costumes. Is she wearing a? This is me being stoned. Is she wearing a bumpet? <laughs> you said that's me being stoned. Uh, Her hair was high. Oh, she had it sort of half up, half down, and it did look like it had a bit of volume at the top. Correct. Yes, she might have been wearing a bump it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Girls, did any of y'all, or guys, whatever, I'm not discriminating anyone, did you all wear bumpets uh, in middle school? It was I the- didn't. Oh, I was about to be like, I would have loved, I would have I, lost I, my mind if you did. But believe me, I wanted one. <laughs> but I didn't have to have them, no. really. No, I had no, like you, enough volume in my they, hair to sort of Your hair is very voluminous. Thank you. Um, you're, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, bump it was like the thing you put in, like they give that like, like hairspray s like blah, 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 blah. oh yeah every basic white girl in my middle school yeah. had, had it was really four. high above her it was her big. so I was like is she wearing a bumpet what's going on the higher the hair the closer to God or something like that I okay. guess okay so this is the kiss sequence and like I wish I had every single line because like they kiss and it's like a good kiss and she even says it's a good kiss then yeah. she's like I'm the way that I am and I'm the way that you're am that, that, that's when I wrote how is she in relationships so I also wrote Jesus my high this is making this feel so long yeah it was long okay good <laughs> you're not you weren't you were high but it, objectively it was long because like and there was a lot of close talking which is what bothered me yes. I was like back up a little bit and have a normal conversation if you guys are going to keep talking if you're going to kiss kiss this is very interesting because later in the episode it kind of like fleshes out that like oh the kissing her was irrational. He shouldn't have done that. It was reckless. They shouldn't have kissed. But in the moment, it felt like they both wanted it. And then they kissed, and then she wasn't like, no. I'm not yeah. saying, why did you say no enough? This isn't like, this is a thing. But like, right, right, right. But like she was like into it. And then she even said, yeah. one kiss. I had a really, had a really great kiss. Like, right? So like, she's feeling yes. it. He's feeling it. I yes. In the moment, I was like, let's get it going. Let's do it. Let's why go to third not? Base. Third base. What? <laughs> just some heavy petting. Let's skip second. <laughs> <laughs> let's just run, run across the diamond to third. No, I was thinking, let's fuck. Come on, let's, let's get it going. Yeah, man. When was Will, the last time do you think Will had either, sex? Either of them Either one, sex. truly, yeah. Hmm. Do you think that, like, I imagine, like, Will sadly swiping right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't use this. Is it I right? I think I've it's been right. Relationship if you, is too long. Is it? I know. Same. This is bad. Tinder is, I think, right <laughs> if right. you like them. Yeah. Okay. Or like Alana would be on that. I, I don't know, but like, is he okay? Yeah. She so might. the kiss was great. I can so see her being on like Bumble. Do you think he's good in bed? We've already established that we know that Hannibal's good in bed. Yeah, yeah, that's not a question. That's not a question. Yeah. <laughs> and that Chilton um, is probably terrible in bed. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really bad and then franklin's a virgin um <laughs> <laughs> no um maybe but like so, so the kiss was like hot and it was good and they were in and she's like and she was like that was amazing i feel like it has to be the right vibe you know what what do you here's, think here's why i know will is good in bed <laughs> i was feel i was on the fence and now i know for a fact okay because, and Hannibal literally says this in this episode, you know, I'm interested in being friends with Will because he can sort of assume my point of view and he can see where I'm coming from. 
Will will be able to assume the yeah. point of view of his push partner those push those buttons. and know what they're looking for and know what they're sort of desiring in the bedroom and be able to sort of like assume that person's... Which would be good for Alana because she's too much in your own head. And like that's the oh, kiss yeah. of death for any kind of like getting hot and heavy. Like oh, all God, of a sudden yeah. you like get in your own head and right. you're like, wait, am I doing something wrong? Like, are you having, are you not enjoying this? Do you like... Right. Why you think you're doing something that's working, and then they're exactly. like, "Cause you're not stopping," like, and then all of a sudden you're like, "And you're on hand," and, and then it's just like, "All, all yeah, that's there." Done. You might as well just go watch a, a TV show. Or yeah, and so like, but Will, isn't that? I guess it's interesting. I love how he goes, intimate. Intimate. I know. <laughs> she goes, "If we are, like, we shouldn't be. Do it but close. If Say we, intimate close. But if we are, intimate. <laughs> intimate." She's like, I don't know. I just if I if I were giving myself advice, if I were giving myself advice, I would have tell myself to to leave here right now. And I'm like, bitch, don't leave. I know. I'm like, yikes! Stop talking so much. If you right. fuck, fuck, just go for it. I was like so like frustrated with Alana. I was like, come on, like, like you like they both clearly wanted this. So like, let's go for it. Even if it was just out of like. You know, I'm fucking like my body wants this. Like my maybe my mind. And is it would have made things but like, complicated, but guess what? The kiss aren't this complicated. Oh, you might as well just go in. You've already shown up at his house in the middle of the night, like looking all cute, and like you're already here. You know what I mean? Like shit is already weird. Do Let's we, just. Do we know if he called? She shows up. He had the hole in the thing. She he, says that she's just driving by. Whoa! You don't drive by in where he lives. Yeah, I'm fucking wolf trap. I no. was in the neighborhood. <laughs> wow! I yeah. missed that. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Right. She was like against my best interest. I'm here. Or best judgment. Like, I was so frustrated by that. Yeah. And then she left. So I feel like if they would have fucked, it would have been like they would have fuqued. It would have been like fine. I think. Maybe he would have had his still, like, I guess a lot of bloom, like, losing my mind yeah. moment the next day. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I know. I, I feel like it would have been fine. They would have f- been able to have, like, the talk the next day where, where they're like, listen, that can happen that, again. That can't happen know, again. Colleagues, colleagues, blah, maybe. Blah, blah. But, like, then she leaves and then leaves him with this, like, crazy hole, hole in, in his wall <laughs> that his he dogs. obviously knows is, like, not there, which he commits to Hannibal. Like, it wasn't there. Yeah. Um... Wow. Oh my god, that just like I was obsessed with that sequence and like the whole thing and I was just like I was so in it. <laughs> That's a, that it was a lot and I all I wrote was the kiss is a big no thanks for me, dog. Like I was just like not really They had some passionate like there was some tongue, but it was I, tasteful. Yes. I was It wasn't like surprised. wet hot American summer level like <laughs> Yeah, so I, thinking about talking it with you now, I'm I'm able to sort of see the merits of the the interaction. But at the moment, I was like, okay. I was I was into it. Um, and then speaking of sex, it cuts to, to Toby and Hannibal in dinner. Um, <laughs> yes. With the wine from Virginia. So yeah. like, I like this is again me being stoned. I was like, what does this tell us? Is it Virginia <laughs> wine? It's like, is that like? Uh, you're not even a fucking like you. You mm. aren't worthy of like my French and Italian wine. Oh, interesting. So I'm gonna give you some fucking Virginia wine, which apparently is good. The Virginia wine revolution is upon us. I never had any wine from Virginia. Yeah, I don't uh, think I, I have either. I'm sure there are some sure fine vintages out there. Yeah, like. Listeners, if you live in Virginia, have some good wine. Send it our sure. way. We'll drink it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you our address. One hundred percent. 
if you can figure out what city we live in. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'll give you. Well, I will have to get a PO box or something. Do you have one for your work address? I'll give you one. I'm my... not giving people your work address. <laughs> Show gotta, up at my job. You got a secretary. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, just... that's interesting. Yeah, like he wasn't worth the like twenty year port from Palermo or something. Yeah. Yeah, just wine from he was really. I would have thought it was from France. Just no. Virginia Wine Revolution is upon us, my friend. I just love that whole statement. I love that too. Um, I also, I went down a spiral about Hannibal's room, the dining room. It's amazing. Oh, There's like yeah. a taxidermy weird still life in the background. Yeah. Not gonna, we, don't need to, we, we don't, like we're talking about that for forever. I paused it 10 times trying to figure out what that is. Okay. Um, I just, I, I loved, don't kill Franklin. Yeah, I loved the honest, the like honest moment where he was like, I'm like, I'm going to be frank with you. Like, did you kill that uh, trombonist? And he was like, well, do you even have to ask? And I was like, oh, great. The, the walls are down. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, Tobias says something about killing Franklin. And, and yeah, Hannibal goes, yeah, don't kill Franklin. Yeah. Why? He's just like some chump. Like, why would you? He's not worth In Hannibal's eyes, he hasn't done anything rude. He's just like a sad, he's sort of boring sweet guy. little guy. Like, he's, Whatever. you know, like, don't kill him. Yeah. Don't do that. And like you like, don't oh, need to kill Franklin. Actually, I was going to kill you. And Handel's like, I know you're going to kill me. I'm lean. I've got, I've got some lean muscle on me. <laughs> oh my god! Like Toby, I, I drew. I was like, Toby wants the D. So he's oh, like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, like I don't want to be. Your, and then Handel goes, I want to. I don't want to be your friend. I love like that's the most like <laughs> yeah. kindergarten level. Like I don't want to be your like. I would have loved it if he's like, and you're not invited to my birthday party. Yeah, my mom said you can't come. <laughs> I know. And then Toby, but then what really I think solidified, I don't, I wonder if Hannibal was like already being like, I'm going to kill this man. But when Toby was like, I followed you and saw the things you did and like witnessed your shit, that was like, okay. That was 100% it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he can sort of like, whatever, you can, it's whenever people start getting close. Like that's what happened to, uh, What's her name? The Jesus. What is her Jack's little protege. Oh my God. This is bad. Wow. I don't have my notes. It was notepad like two episodes ago. I got my notes today. I have a picture of my notes printed out. Miriam Lass. Thank you. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Um, you know, she got she started to get a little too close and figure it out, and that's when she had to go. You know, so it's like, yeah, he decided in that moment. Yes. For sure. I think I think Hannibal, this this dinner was like the summit, like like a peace summit. Yes. This dinner could have gone many different angles. Uh-huh. I think Hannibal f- knew full well that Tobias was tr- w- would have tried to kill him, but I don't know if you could talk him out of it. Yeah. It's interesting, like, with the Don't Kill Franklin, right? So Hannibal is a monster, he's a murderer, but he has, in his oh. own way, a code. Oh, yeah. I kill the root, I kill those who I deem as God uh, to be unworthy of being alive, sure. right? So... But Tobias is just like a fucking killer. He's like, I will kill the cops. He kills the cops. Yeah. He kills the, you know, he just kills everybody. In like a very, like, un, like not a way that you could really clean up easily. Oh, like no. sort of indiscriminately. He's, just I, like whatever. I feel like it's like a Criminal Minds episode where they're like, he's gotten desperate now. You, yeah, they, yeah. We're going to flush him out or whatever. And he like starts making mistakes or whatever. Like that's what happens. Yeah. And then they have their standoff and then ding dong. Oh, bing bong. Yeah. Like they have their like Mexican standoff. Guess coming to dinner. Uh, I love how he ran out of the backyard. Like, the dining room <laughs> opens the to the back open. patio, and he just, boom, pieces. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it's, it's, it, it was amazing. Um, 
And then guess, guess, guess who's coming for dinner? It's Will. Castellano Bloom. Like Castellano Bloom. He just walks in immediately. Yeah. Speaking of Castellano Bloom, so our, our our dear friend Anne sent us this. I'm sure you guys have seen it on YouTube. It's like a Silver Linings Playbook trailer. Yeah, like parody. But like parody <laughs> of Hannibal being this like rom-com-esque thing. And it's... It's so wonderful, and it's, it's really so funny. funny. Thanks for sending that to us, Anne. That was really, really funny. Um, look it up on YouTube if you feel like it. But yeah, he's like, Mikasa, Zukasa, all right, I'm taking my jacket off. Like, I guess Lana Bloom, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm heading to your dining room. What's for dinner? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and, the, and Hannibal's like, okay, come on in, I like, guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, don't worry. You're in luck. I had dessert for two. <laughs> you know, this is when he's like, I have a friend. Because he talks to the Julian Anderson, Belinda, and he's like, I have the potential for friendship. I'm like, oh my goodness. I know, and you like initially think that it's Tobias, and then at least in their conversation, it sort of makes it seem like it might be Tobias, but he's obviously talking about Mm -hmm. about Will. But um, I so in our um, continued collection of band names slash like song and album names, Mm -hmm. there's a good band name slash song and album name here in this interaction between Hannibal and Will, a clutch for balance. Wow, that's what the kiss was. Yeah, isn't Who's, that like a good like album name or something? One hundred percent a clutch for balance. I feel like that that's like a death cab, like a bright eyes, yes. a clutch for balance. Yes, that <laughs> that's amazing. Um, speaking of like bands, I love that that, that when they, they then go to to buy it, Will and the cops. I love how Will is like escorted by two like uniformed cops. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and Tobias calls. What he does, the cultural arts. Is that what he Baltimore's says? a small town, which is like I want a supercut of everyone saying Baltimore's a small town. Yes, because yeah. that happens a lot in this Add show. Baltimore's worst. a small town, and the cultural arts community is even smaller, as you would guess. Uh, it's like cultural, yeah, cultural arts. arts. Okay. What does that mean? Like fine arts? Yeah, I guess like music and theater and dance and, and art, like fine art and visual art. I yeah. guess. Um, okay. He also recognizes that Will is crazy. I think. I think he's like, oh. Like, you I think, think he recognizes something. Will pops oh, because pills. whenever Will's like, did you guys hear that? Oh, yeah, 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 What yeah, was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, and the cops are like, yeah. no, we didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, ooh, we got a, we got yeah. a nutto on our hands. Um, <laughs> Poor Will. I wonder if his hearing's going to be okay. When the, the he does the... Yeah. What, is, what does Toby do to he make like Will's hearing? He, like, comes up behind him with those, like, steel strings. Yes, because Will finds the, like, murder dungeon of, like, all the intestines. Yeah, yeah. And then he does the whole, like, steel... Like, he does, like, the... The like the strings of the instrument to try like to choke him. Choke him. Yeah, exactly. And then Will and he pops, re- reaches up with his gun and pops him, busts his eardrum. Basically, as um, someone who has a hearing loss, I was like, "Yep, it does ring when you first lose your hearing." Because <laughs> I also suddenly lost my hearing, but not to a gunfight. I literally woke up one day and had that'd be hearing. cool if you did. <laughs> I guess. Because I mean, I, from, I, like I, that guy from I, Black not, Hawk. That I, not that I wish you to lose your hearing, but <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet. Too bad you didn't lose your hearing in a gunfight. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an animal. <laughs> um, but what was interesting about, like, Hannibal, like, purposely set Will after Tobias. Like, whenever oh. Han- Will is at his house, Hannibal's like, oh, I, I don't want to tell you this. I'm like, yeah, fucking right. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to tell you this, but uh, there's somebody who owns a string shop who might know stuff about the blah, blah, blah. Even after Tobias is like, I'll kill the cops. I'll kill whoever comes after me, like, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. So Hannibal sets him in. I read something that was like, it's not that he set him after him to, like, make sure that he kills Will. Mm-hmm. He set him after him to see, like, what Will was capable of, like, surviving. Mm. And if he was able to, like, confront him and get away. Yeah, it was a test. Yeah. 
Interesting. I know, right? Because initially I was like, wait, why is he setting up to be killed? But I don't think he wanted that. No, but I mean, if Will would have died, Hannah would have gone, that's unfortunate. Mm. All right. Yeah. And then just, just like, you know, gone about his day. Yeah. I'm sort of surprised um, he wasn't more protective, especially since he was like his, his like one sort of chance at a friendship. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like I mouthful full of buffalo wing here. Maybe he was hoping that maybe like Jack or someone else would go. Yeah. Did we see Jack? No, we did. We did a little bit. We I don't say, yeah. I was like, wow, where was Jack in this episode? Um, and then we have thirsty ass Tobias coming in. <laughs> the showdown. Like, this scene is so fucking awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Holy shit. And then, again, I was obsessed with Tobias's speech. He's, like, trying to talk Toby down off the... L- oh, yeah. He's like, listen, okay, like... Let's like what the fuck does he say? But like it's just what he always talked about doing, saving Michael Jackson and he was like Yes. I feel like if I had been their friend I could save them from da da da. I was mm-hmm. like, this was like his moment to try to save Tobias. So yeah, I love this yeah, like he's talk. Like, I he's know there. we made a mess, but we can have some we can put it all back together. Oh yeah, now. he's like, I know this plane is like we can have a controlled descent and get That's you back what... up in the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is okay. That trigger you gotta you got a fear of flying. You've mentioned trigger. it. You really? Trigger. Okay, yeah, I'm Hacking sorry about trigger. that. Um he just is like, okay, I know you've done some stuff, and I know you don't mean to hurt anybody. Or like, all this insane stuff. Even though Hannibal's like, he's a psychopath. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, yeah. But Tobias is like, let me let me do it. And then, snap. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, because, this, I wish I could recreate the scene. It's like, um, Tobias starts talking, and he's like, no, you know what? Actually, I found someone who's just like me. And Hannibal looks at him like, don't you fucking no 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 no, and and uh, and Franklin says something like, "Oh well, like you have to turn yourself in." And Will still is like, or not Will. Hannibal's like, "Oh no 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 no!" Like <laughs> Hannibal's like, "Wait, both of y'all are are going off the rails right now." Yeah, and then walks over, mm-hmm. snaps Franklin's neck. The, the, this is the insane strength that Hannibal has. And like you said in like the <sighs> notes of when he when he killed Miriam last, how Hannibal is just like standing there like a, like a brick statue, oh, like yeah. a, a bronze statue, and, like. To to like the amount of force, I'm sure. Guys, never done it, but <laughs> the amount of force to walk up mm-hmm. and just take someone's head and go snap and kill them mm-hmm. must be so tremendous. much yeah. tremendous. Yeah, and he just does it, bam, and then uh, there goes Dan Folger. Do you think he works out? What's his workout routine? That's it. We see him swimming at some point later in the mm-hmm. show. That's a good point. I feel like he does that kind of like. Not bougie, but you know what I mean? Like, he goes swimming. He goes, like, <laughs> open water swimming. Or, like, you know what I uh, mean? Like, like he the does, Potomac. He's not, like, flipping over tires and doing, like, the big Crossfit. ropes and, like, insane <laughs> stuff. He's, like, doing, like, you know, he, he isn't cut. Like he goes to, like, he isn't fitness. cut. He's not shredded, but he is strong. No, he, yeah, he, he'll, <laughs> he'll set the lunk alarm off. <laughs> Man, I, now I'm curious. What is Hannibal's like work? No, I think you're right. It's a lot of like body weight exercises, perhaps like push ups, press ups. Yeah. He does like jogging. Yeah, yeah, I can see him jogging. Probably yoga. Ooh, yes, for sure. He's worldly enough to do some sort of yoga, like, yoga swimming, Pilates, something like that. Pro- definitely Pilates. I think he has a lot of core strength. <sighs> but he man. also isn't Take cut. Shirt off. Like we see him with the shirt off, and Matt yeah. Mess Mickelson is not. He's a well-looked, great-looking, w- trained dancer, circus, but, like, he's amazing. Mm. Um, but, like, he's very f- in good shape, but he's not, like, Chris Hemsworth, like, yeah, like, like Terry chiseled. Cruz. Yeah, chiseled. Well, Terry Crews is a different level. 
of like just like insanity. Um, I love Terry Crews. Love yeah. But um, I, God, I wish he was in this show. That'd be amazing. Wasn't he had a cameo. Crazy. <laughs> That'd be so silly. I would love a Terry Crews cameo. And then we have a fight. The the best fight ever. When Tobias pulls oh. out his like wire. I was like, what are we in Mortal Kombat or something? He's like, and Hannibal says, like, the fuck? Wait, 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 the fuck? The fuck? Like, hold up. I thought we were just going to fist fight. Yeah, Hannibal's like, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. And you know, okay, so I have to ask this. Why why is it that, like, I feel like this is like a thing. Why is it that all, like, psychos can fight? I wrote that too. I was like, wait, when did they learn to do this, like, martial arts, like, combat? Mm -hmm. They all know how to, like, handle a knife and like dodge it and yes yeah where do they learn that i don't know where tobias learned it that, that's why i asked like i would buy that hannibal oh. like he, he could have done like krav mcgraw and like i would have oh. bought that hannibal in his I life see him teaching, is t- like, taking like a stage combat course in like france or something and like learning. yeah like i could totally buy the hannibal in his life is like yeah. trained in like taekwondo yeah. like i could, and he has moves that are obviously like more than like i'm trying to defend myself like frantically he knows how to make moves sure so like Hannibal, I like I buy I, it. I believe everything about Hannibal. Oh yeah, like, he yeah. knows everything. Bots but but t- Tobias like has moves and he has strength, and he has like counter moves and whatever. I mean, like maybe he took like a uh, 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 martial arts class when he was a kid or something. But like that, it seemed next level. That I was like, this seems prof- like a professional fighter here who yeah. knows how to handle a weapon. And like charge yeah. a person. It was wonderfully choreographed though, because it, it was wasn't great. it wasn't over choreographed. We talk about this oh, like yeah. how can they fight, but at the same time it wasn't like over choreographed. No, it no. was beautifully choreographed. Like it was sloppy enough to be like two Believable. guys in their forties mm-hmm. fighting in an office, and yet it had these wonderful moves. I just love when he. I just I could watch him flipping around the fucking wire. Like it's I so love, great. I wrote that that arm snap through the ladder yes. was like iconic. <laughs> he gets his arm through, bam, ah, just like, and then he throat punches him. Throat, oh my god! I was like, how miserable must that be? I can't imagine. And then he hits him with the deer. Clank, bye. I love the like. Okay, I got the deer. I got the deer. Lift it up. But he has, like, Boom. enough forethought to pick up his uh, pocket square so that he doesn't get his, like, prints on it to make oh. it, like, maybe look like an accident or something. Oh, and then he just tips over the table. I love it. It was beautiful. It was, like, it's such a good scene. Like, the the choreography, the... And, like, this show is so good at pacing. Think about when he smashed Solana, like... Yeah. It'll have these, these things, these build-ups, and... Boom! Like a big burst of energy. Yeah. Like when he senses Abigail, Abigail, and then he goes bam and slashes Lana against the wall. This exactly. one, this build up, this build up. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, snap! Down goes Dan Folger, and then a fight sequence. Right. Like, I just like the pacing of this whole scene from when Franken comes in to the end is so well paced and timed. Yeah, it's really good. It doesn't feel too like I feel like sometimes some fight scenes can feel really long, and you're like, mm-hmm. I get it. They're punching. They're kicking. This like felt. Yeah, like you said, very well paced. Oh. The payoff was good. Like, the, again, I was, like, shocked by him snapping his arm. Like, that really that took me by surprise. Awesome. I love a good fight sequence. I love action movies. Yeah. Like, I was, like, I was so into it. And, like, I know coming up later, season two, end of season one, like, the best ever fight sequence in the show is oh, coming I think later. Oh, it's, like, beginning of season two. Okay. I can't wait. That yeah. was amazing. It's, like, Jason Bourne level fight sequence, yeah. that sequence. But this one was a great, it was awesome. Um, and I want to know more about that actor who played Tobias, because he killed yeah. it. 
He was creepy. He did great. I wonder if it, if he's like typecast into those kinds I of wonder, characters. I wonder. Like, I wonder if he's like been an SVU. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been an SVU. Everyone's been on Law and Order in some way. Um, oh yeah, I mean like, he's awesome, and he was so well cast in this part. Super memorable. I was trying to look up who that look up that actor. That character. Was. Yeah. Um, I mean, R.I.P. I'm gonna give a shout out to Dan Folger. Look, okay, I'm getting close. Dan, I know you're listening. I've I've already mentioned you on Twitter a few times, so obviously you have us on your radar. You know, I just want to say, big fan, big fan since Putnam County Spelling Bee. Congrats on the Tony again. I'm so excited for Crimes of Grindelwald. You know, you you deserve it all, man. Um, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss Franklin. I I enjoyed you as a as a storyline. I enjoyed your character. I enjoyed your your chemistry with Mess Mickelson. It was really fun. Um, so you know what? Just you know, peace, peace and love, Dan Folger. Oh yeah, he was in. Did you watch the TV show Waco, the like mini series? Yes, that's what he was in. Yeah, that's what he was in recently. Yes, he was like the lawyer guy. Yeah, he was one of David Koresh. That show was bonanza. It got me so mad at the end. I forgot. No, I, I, I honestly did not know the, how it ended, and I was like shocked. Yeah, I mean, I knew that it was a disaster. Yes, that I knew, but I did not know how the kids died. Yes. Like I was so furious. I was furious at both. Like Koresh is a fucking ass. Like fuck David Koresh. Nightmare. Yeah, but also like fuck that ATF guy for like being such a piece of shit or. ATF or FBI, like all of them. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Oh my god! And then Did John Leguizamo tried. John Leguizamo. Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs, the only person who was nominated for an Emmy for that show. The only person. Taylor wait, Kish didn't wasn't wait, nominated. Tim Riggins wasn't nominated. No, Michael Shannon wasn't nominated. That's John, crazy. John Leguizamo was nominated that's, and that's, lost, but that's crazy. I know. Tim Riggins should have been nominated. He was agreed. He killed it. Ended the other guy, like the theologian guy who was also yes. in House of Cards, who oh, was also know. in The Greatest love... Showman. And he's also I watched Greatest Showman last night recently. So good. That actor is fantastic. Yes. What is his name? <laughs> I don't know. You have a computer in front of you, Melina. <laughs> I love that guy. He was so good in House of Cards. So good in House of Cards. And he was great in that. Um, and then there's the girl who's in Ozark, who's like the blonde, who is like Paul... here. Not Kieran Culkin, like the like Bobo Kieran Culkin, like the other, the third Culkin. <laughs> yeah, he's he's also in. Um, oh, we just finished watching it. Oh, it's like, on Amazon Prime, based on Steve don't, Castle Rock. Don't great. Don't say his first name ever. He's just the third. Culkin he's the brother. other Culkin. Okay, so sorry, the guy from House of Cards that we love so much. And Waco. And Waco. Paul Sparks is mm. his name. He's um, great. He's so good. Yeah, he was so great and great as showman. He's just like a great. Character I've, I've mentioned the night of, I feel like, several times on this podcast. I need to watch it. It is amazing, and he's fantastic it. on that as well. I gotta watch it. I am just got through my second running of Big Mouth Season 2 again, the, which and is the, the greatest. The character who, <laughs> so good. The character who plays Tobias was also in American Gods, another fuller production. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay, I need to watch American Gods. I don't have stars. Um... Great. He's been in um, a lot of things. Yeah, he's awesome. Cool. He was. A, I thank you for mentioning Waco. I saw. I, I remember yeah. tagging him in Waco. I'm like, oh my god, Tobias. Um, <laughs> everyone, see Waco. It is undeniable. It's fantastic. And, and it's was, like it's gonna fuck you up though. Like, you're gonna be. It's like, gonna fuck you up. You're not gonna be happy when you finish watching it. It's it's now the what is that channel called? It used to be Spike TV. Oh, Paramount. It's called. It's like Paramount, Paramount yeah. TV or something like something that. Something like that. It was like their big investment into like mm-hmm. you know golden age TV. With yeah, the, prestige mini series, right. whatever. Right. Um, 
Awesome. Anything else we got to talk about? I know we've run along. I just, but... I just wanted to say. Yeah, please, so, Lena. Yeah. Um, a couple of things. So right after um, the fight scene, of mm-hmm. course, Jack comes in. Mm-hmm. Hannibal looks at him very concerned, I think because he is worried that Will was dead. And of course, Will walks in right after him and he says, I was worried you had died or something like that. It was like this sweet, like... He like smiles at him. I know. He's like genuinely happy that he made it out again. That's mm-hmm. why I think it was like a test of some sorts for him to like send him after Tobias. Yeah. Um, An all shucks moment. Yeah, exactly. And then right after that, we're back at Bedelia's um, and... I just love this moment where, like, Bedelia is not buying what Hannibal is selling. Uh-oh. Like, Hannibal says something along the lines of, like, oh, yeah, it was really hard. Like, you know, Tobias, you know, dying in my office in that fight. Like, I, I took a couple of days off. And Bedelia sort of says something like, oh, like, I'm so, glad you took- so glad you took some time off. Like, yeah, fucking right. You needed time off. Like, she's like, I, don't, I know you're a monster under there. You mm-hmm. didn't really need to, like, have a mental health day to get yourself together. No way. She was, like, not picking up what he was putting down. Um, and I, I just love that about Bedelia. She can, like, sort of see through yeah. the veil at least a bit to know that he is sort of putting on airs. Yeah, which I almost feel like is a curse, too, because then she knows how trapped she is. Mm. She knows yeah. how trapped she is because he's not letting her go. It's for yeah. her protection, quote unquote. Like I said, this is like an abusive relationship. She, she is stuck. Yeah. Um, hashtag free Bedelia. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I love this episode. This episode, this episode kills too. it. Well, what, what, how, how would you rate it? What, what's your kind of sum, summation of your oppression? Oh, man. Um... I think I will give it a 9.5. Nice. Um, a 9.5... Uh, 9.5 cat gut strings. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, like, ugh, this episode has everything. It has... The pacing of it's exciting. It has really serious plot development and character development. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, it's... It, it's great. Like, I guess the only strike is that there's Garrett Jacob Hobbs, and I'm like, fuck Garrett Jacob Hobbs, yeah. I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you watch this not every other week, every three weeks like we do, mm. like once a week or even quicker, you don't get sick of Garrett Jacob Hobbs, but now I'm like, Jesus, have, haven't like, we seen you months ago? We've seen it, right. Or didn't See? we close the book? See? We closed the book on him, I think. Yeah, thought. so because of him and because of no Chilton, I'm not giving it him my third 10 in a row. I'm going to get 9.8. Wow. 9.8. Okay. I loved this episode. Yeah. And I was I was just so in um, yeah. to it. Um, so I'm giving it 9.8 bread puddings because that is Ooh. what Hannibal serves. He and Will. With the whipped cream on top and like the chocolate the song. Mamma mia. I, he, has it, he has it in the oven just keeping warm in this little like little like oh, ramekin thing. so good. I love a good bread pudding. Yes. It's so underrated. In the dessert um, pantheon. It's usually my go-to if we're, like, out to a restaurant and really? it's sort of, like, I'm not feeling too crazy, mm-hmm. but I don't really want, like, the cheesecake. The bread pudding is, like, a nice. safe choice. I'm a go-to, like, let me ask. I tend to do order whatever I want for entrees and appetizers, but I might ask for recommendations. But for desserts, I tend to say, yeah. what do you... Yeah, what is it? What yeah, do you recommend? What's, like, what's the thing to get? Yeah. Because sometimes they're like, trust me, it's this. And then I'm like, great, I got it. That's true. Um, so that's tends to be my dessert move okay please follow us on twitter we mentioned it earlier but our twitter handle is at f butchers pod and we'll be posting bonus content and believe me if you interact with us we will interact with you right back yeah we love um, when you guys we talk to us love it like... shout out to who was it who 
who oh, who yeah. said that Sorbet was our favorite best episode yet. Amber Van Helsing. Amber Van Helsing, we love you. We Thank you so much ya. for the kind words. Hope you're still listening. Hour 41 <laughs> into this episode. Our website is theethicalbutchers.com and email us. Please do. We will email you right back at ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. And by right back, I mean within a few days yeah, or so. Yeah, within a couple, <laughs> a couple days. We're not like trolling and refreshing or interview, <laughs> but we check it. Um, recorded, mixed, edited, everything by us, Ethical Butchers, Melina and Jack. The theme music is by Sean Hills and the logo design is by John Larson. All right, everybody. Bid you adieu. Take care. <laughs>